and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan, and we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB in 1998. Join us for this spoiler-free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We're going to reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today, we discuss season five, episode 18, Cigarette Burns. Don't understand that title at Same. all. Same. Same. Not a cigarette to be found I, in this episode. I was like watching with eagle for, eyes. For <laughs> was like, wait, for what? To smoke a Is cigarette. that like a reference to something? I, not, I mean, perhaps I don't know it. And I'm pretty good with the references. Uh-huh. But, uh-huh. Mm. Written by Jonathan Kasdan and Tom Kapanos. Mm-hmm. Directed by Les Sheldon, who also directed episodes of Models Inc. Oh my God. <laughs> Definitely watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't understand it at all, uh-huh. but watched it. Uh-huh. Sequest 2032. Oh, wow. Oof. Beverly Hills 90210 and many, many more. This originally aired on April 10th, 2002. Okay. Um, the description from Wikipedia. Oliver tells Dawson he has arranged a screening for their movie, which is yet to be finished. Dawson freaks out, but Joey comforts him saying the movie is brilliant. At the screening, Dawson meets a beautiful woman, and after exchanging insults, she reveals herself to be Amy Lloyd, movie critic for the Boston Weekly, whom Oliver secretly invited. She storms out, but Dawson convinces her to watch the movie after a heart-to-heart talk, and after Amy glimpses her boyfriend who just dumped her, a decoy kiss. That's not a full sentence. (laughs) Um, Meanwhile, Joey is scared about her feelings towards Charlie and goes to Jen for advice. You heard that. Does she? You heard me say that, I told you I had issues. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Okay. Okay. (laughs) We're going to get into it. Jen, recently reunited with Jack, struggles to deal with the fact that Grams has a new boyfriend, Clifton Smalls, an African-American Baptist. She doesn't struggle whatsoever, I don't think. I agree. I'm going to have a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Pacey asks Audrey how many men she slept with, and she tests his reactions by saying 27, then 57, when it was really only five. Okay. Okay. Okay, my history is mysteries. Um, April 9th, 2002. The funeral of Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother, takes place at Westminster Abbey in London. Mm. She was like over 100. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, April 11th, 2002, Yaguno overpass events. Shootout took place between the Caracas Metropolitan Police and pro-government Bolivian circles in central Caracas, Venezuela, near the presidential Miraflores Palace. Wait, pro-Bolivian? Pro-government Bolivian circles in central Caracas, Venezuela causing 19 deaths and 127 injured. The military high command refused Chavez's order to implement the Plan Avila as a response to the protests and demanded him to resign. President Chavez was subsequently arrested by the military. Uh Chavez's request for asylum in Cuba was denied and he was ordered to be tried in a Venezuelan court. This was all part of the 2002 Venezuelan coup attempt a failed coup that saw President Chavez ousted from office for 47 hours before being returned to power. What does Bolivia have to do with it? I don't know. Okay. Um, oh, sorry. Bolivarian oh. circles. I'm so okay. sorry. I missed the R. <laughs> okay. No, I'm so sorry. That uh-huh. was a pl- totally my fault. Bolivarian circles. Okay. Okay. I'm okay. very sorry. Um, 
Anyway, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, number one movie is still Panic Room. Wow. Two weeks in a row, yeah. Number one song is uh, Continuing to be Ain't It Funny by Jennifer Lopez featuring Ja Rule. Amazing. Debuting at number 73 is Soak Up the Sun by Cheryl Crow. <laughs> That's a banger. That's a banger. Yeah. It's like a low-key banger. It is. Yeah. I was like, what is that song? And then I played it and I was like, oh, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely know that. Um, debuting at number number 75 is Take You Home by Little Bow Wow. And debuting at number 98 is Down Ass Bitch by Jaw Rule featuring Charlie Chuck Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Just like continuing this Jaw, jaw Rule. Just yeah. ruled 2002. Oh, for sure. In a way that I like didn't fully remember, I guess. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I was listening to Britney. Uh-huh. And then coming up in a few months, I was listening to Christina. Christina and Justin. And Justin, yeah. yeah. So like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I was like not really aware of Jaw Rule. Okay. No, because Jaw Rule is so funny when all that stuff came out. I know, totally. That I was like, man, he shaped my childhood. I guess so. Like just like through earworms. Yeah, 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 totally. Like I don't think I ever like bought a Jaw Rule album. No, 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 no. I don't remember any one of us owning a Jaw Rule no. album. Um, no shade, but it just like yeah. wasn't like a. And that yeah. was back when we used to own CD, actual CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah. I still do. I mean, so do I. I have an entire bookshelf full of them. <laughs> that okay. was like the main thing we thrifted for across the country. Oh. Yeah. The so thrifting good wasn't good, but the oh. CDs was always Yeah, you can get off. some good ones. For like a dollar. Sure. Fuck yeah. Sure. Um, okay, before we start, I need to state for the record that I missed two songs that were supposed to be sung by Joey in the last episode, according to TuneFind. Wait, what? So in the last episode, uh-huh. when she sings all of I Hate Myself for Loving You, yeah. and I had a big long rant yeah. about how fucking pissed I was, totally. she also is supposed to sing two more songs. So in the original airing, we had to sit through three songs mm-hmm. by Joey. Yeah. You know, that kind of like Tracks. checks out. <laughs> You ready for what she did? Oh, God. I feel like I probably know it. It's like seared in there somewhere. Uh huh. I ran by Flock of Seagulls. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> totally. Oh, my God. Okay. So, like, blast. we need some more original, like, YouTube clips. I put a request for the NDRE, the NDRE and I haven't gotten it yet. I know. I don't know if it exists. Yeah. I did a search myself, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the second one, this one's maybe even more egregious. <laughs> You ready? <laughs> Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield. That I remember. Okay, okay. I remember okay. that actually. The Flock of Seagulls. I you don't. don't. I don't know. If it, I don't think that they were as long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they must have just not wanted to pay for the rights. Okay. I mean, that's those are expensive rights for both of those songs. Sure, sure, sure. So, anyway, so sorry I missed those, y'all. Um, I was I got caught up on Joan Jett and was like, this is all I want to talk about. <laughs> all I can think about is Indiari. I mean, I, and, I've like and fair. Listen to that song no less than sixty times since we last recorded. Okay, good. <laughs> oh my god, it's like a god, that's full such a great song. mood. It like literally reminds me of my like big college breakup. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So we open on Joey, but we don't know that. What? That is Joey watching the movie. Right, right, right. We don't at first. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. She's because watching- I thought it was Dawson watching his movie. Yeah. And then the final scene with like Audrey and Charlie in the snow. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah. this momentous thing that like, you know, serendipitously happened right yeah, before yeah, yeah. Joey got 
um, violently mugged. Uh huh. Um, and so you think it's funny Dawson. that you remember that. <laughs> you think it's Dawson, but then it pans out, and Joey's watching the movie in Dawson's attic room. So like, Jen, but by herself, Jen and Dawson are broken up, uh-huh. but he's still living in the attic. Yeah. So we're it's a full mood. <laughs> and she was watching like some event that happened like uh-huh. what 15 minutes before, before she got someone violent. pulled a gun at her. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um and it finishes and you know Dawson like we said Dawson's not there but then his head pops up on the stairs <laughs> and he's like Oh, is it okay. over? Oh, is it over? What do you think? So he like had a timer? Totally. Look, like the thing is we don't have phones then. So he had like a full on stopwatch timer. Totally. I mean must have. <laughs> Put on the kitchen timer. I know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, full two hours, 45 minutes later. And I was like, oh. bitch, give me a tight 90 or I'm out. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck, dude. That's a long That's ass a, movie. And it's like film school movie. I mean, you just shoot me. God. Yeah. I can't. Because he starts making excuses. He's like, oh, it's a director's cut. I know it's too long. And then yeah. he looks at her and he's like, are you cr- are you crying? And she's like, no, no. I, I just have a question for you. Uh-huh. How many times are we going to have to see Joey crying at the end of one of Dawson's movies and him asking her, are you crying? I'm pretty sure too many. <laughs> it's already been too <laughs> yeah. many. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for clarifying that for me. We have a definitive answer. And yeah, she's like, you know, she's like, is it a good thing that you're crying? And she's like, not if I was bored to tears. Yeah. And he's like, that was mean. And she's like, yeah, but like nothing brings out the inner bully in me, like the sight of a nervous filmmaker. And I'm like, is it just me or is that really fucked up? Dude, this whole thing is fucked up. Right? Yes. Like, I was just kind of like, oof, oof, oof. Because, like, okay. Like, spoiler, we, this whole episode is this, fucked up. <laughs> this episode's terrible. Because we end the last episode with, I mean, we end it with. Joey, we don't know how she feels about Charlie. Getting in bed with Charlie with but her shoes on. Yeah, I remember. really end the it with is Dawson and, and Jen, Jen breaking up. And that's like huge yeah. for the storyline. And for like someone who's like, this is my best friend. She's like not going to talk to him about it. The break. You know? And that just like, it doesn't make sense. No, I agree. The fact that he doesn't go to Pacey, the fact that he doesn't go to Jack, that the fact yeah. that like he's not talking to anyone about this. And like up. for yeah. Joey, who has been so like unsure of her position within Dawson's life mm-hmm. and like also so obsessed with being his best friend. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it also doesn't make sense that she doesn't want to like talk to him about like, how he's feeling or what's going on totally you know and then for someone who was the same age as these characters it doesn't make sense that you wouldn't be like oh the- I'm, I'm in it i'm devastated yeah the mm-hmm. person you fucked for the f- like first, for the time first time ever like you've ended it like on good terms that's fine but like how do you feel what's yeah. going on and like for the audience too like we want to know well, and like th- this meant something. Th- you're two good, good friends, and yeah. you dated for a good amount of time. Like it's hard. Like frankly, like we've I've maintained this throughout. Like it's just hard to see Joey just be right in there, and then them to be like nothing happened. The same thing happened at the end of season four, where yeah. like Joey and Pacey break up, and then Dawson's right there, and they're like fucking kissing. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like it just it's it doesn't make sense. I agree with you because she's like, you know, I thought this was really good and Mm -hmm. like I can see something happening with it. And I was like, what? (laughs) 
And she's like, you know, the, the reason I was crying is because it's an amazing thing to be there when your best friend is about to become the thing he dreamed about for his entire life. And like, I was going to say shit like this is why I can't write Joey off entirely mm-hmm. because even though she hasn't been the greatest lately and listen, this is about to go downhill real quick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like she like, and Dawson doesn't deserve her being this nice to him. Uh-huh. Like this is a great friend thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like that. She's like, it's amazing to moment. see you. Like I can tell that this mm-hmm. is like a new step for you. And like, that's like nothing to, you know, brush off that mm-hmm. like these people have known each other and have seen each other and that she's saying this to him. And I want to say that because okay. <laughs> then it's all going to go downhill for Joey. Well, because my takeaway from mm-hmm. this is she calls him her best friend mm-hmm. and like she oscillates between best friend and soulmate uh-huh. in the tenure of this show, the run of this show. <laughs> this episode, I think. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the and, tenure of this episode. You know, you're kind of like... I wish we could get these terms defined via Joey. I, you know, I'm like with you, I girl. take away my personal take on those words, and that's a thing. They're so personal. Mm-hmm. But like I've maintained in like season five, we just don't know how Joey feels. Yeah, like she was like wanting to maybe be with him at the beginning of this season, mm-hmm. and like as like a soulmate. And now we're back to the best friends. And she like interchanges these two things. Like they're supposed to be somehow vastly different. And And yet. Yes. They seem interchangeable. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to really like get on board with this, you know, especially as we're just like jumping right back into this thing where we're like this again. Right. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, I think you're right. And I'm going to say, that little praise that I just gave to Joey Mm -hmm. is where that's going to end in this episode. Because what immediately happens Mm -hmm. is that then she turns around and is like, you know, who was so amazing (laughs) is Charlie. (laughs) Shockingly good. And Dawson's like, I know, man, like in real life, he's horrible, but on screen, he's got something. And I'm like, welcome to Hollywood, kid. I know. (laughs) (laughs) As two people who have worked retail in Los Angeles, let us tell you. Uh huh. Uh huh. You don't want to know. We won't ruin all your hopes and dreams, but you don't want to meet those people. Yeah. Anyway, so then Joey starts defending Charlie. Yeah. She's like, he's not that bad. And the thing is, like, what? And why? What? Your question is what? My question is why? What? <laughs> yes. Like, the f- like, it's unearned. I'm sorry. Like, like what the, the most fuck? unearned. We, like, they're trying to sell us on, like, no, no, Charlie's a good guy, even when? though he fucked over Jen. Like, it doesn't make any sense. He was a fucking dick to Jen. And, sure. like, so we're supposed to think she's a slut, so that doesn't matter. Okay. Say I'm in that world. I'm not. But, okay. He was a dick to Joey, too! Last like, episode! Last episode, he was not only a dick to Joey, he was also a dick to Audrey. He yeah. was a dick to Pacey. <laughs> he was a dick to everyone. Like, what is going on? I'm with you. Because Joey acknowledges... It's like the show knows that that's the question you're gonna ask, and is like... I know he was a jerk to Jen. And then she says, but, which I think is an unforgivable thing to say. I totally agree. (laughs) She's like, that was more out of fear. What? What? Fear of what? I don't know. 
Fear of how amazing Jen is and being in her presence. I mean, that I understand. <laughs> that fear I'm well in well in tune with. Oh my god! But Joey's like underneath that hair and that attitude. Like she starts to try to get into the something, and then who pops up? Oliver, get Oliver. the fuck out of here! And he's just like the same not charming person as I know. he ever is, and it's like. For as much as they're trying to, like, redirect this character of Charlie, they're not trying to do that with Oliver. No. But to be honest, like, he is a little bit... Like, Oliver's authentic. Like, here's my thing. he is... Like, he's a Dawson Leary, where he's just, like, he is who he is. No apologies, no fucks given, you know? I, like, take that or leave it. Yeah. And, like, personally, I'd rather leave it. But But if you want to take it, then great. Yeah, like, I respect people like that. Totally. You know? Like, it's, like, take it or leave it. I respect that. But, like, people like Charlie, no, no, no. Fuck that guy. No. And Oliver is like, wow, Dawson, you work fast. You break up with Betty and you got Veronica in your bed. And I said, this would be funnier if Berlanti was still the showrunner mm-hmm. during this season because, of course, he's the executive producer on Riverdale. Yeah, I mean, I do think it's fair that Oliver is saying this. I agree. I like, agree with you. Finally, we're getting an acknowledgement that Dawson is recently single, and you like, know, and, yeah. like, and then right then Je- right. Joey's back at it, you know, and it's... Like, it's fucking weird, Dawson. I, I mean, agreed with like, you. Like, so agreed with you. thankfully, Oliver is saying it. But, like, it, you're right. It's not funny. <laughs> because it's we not. don't like Oliver. Like, that sh- like it's not like a, a – he's he's too weird. He's a dick. Yeah. I mean, like, to be real frank, yeah. he's a dick. And, and he's a dick that's, like, he's not, like – He's a dick in the way that, like, okay, fine, if someone else wants to hang out with him, like, I'm not, like, mad at it. I'm Mm -hmm. not, like, what the fuck are you doing? But, like, I don't want to be around him. Yeah, he's just, like, a weird... He's just, like, a... He's Dawson. Yeah. So he starts asking Joey how she liked the movie. And she finally is, like, you know, if you'd let me, like, fucking respond to you. Mm -hmm. And she's, like, you know, I think that's really excellent. And he's, like, yeah, was there ever any doubt? (laughs) and then oliver drops that there's this he he like set up a screening for tomorrow night which like to be fair to dawson is so fucked it's fucked it's fucked (laughs) it's so fucked up you know because like there's no way this should be screened first of all it's two hours hours and 45 45 minutes minutes Mm, we've got like an hour to cut at least yeah yeah so he leaves and Dawson follows him. And yeah. then Joey rewinds the movie to watch Charlie. Not even to watch, just like stare longingly at his face. <laughs> she like rewinds and pauses. I just like, my my note here was just like, fucking shoot me. We go from Wilder to Charlie. I mean, mine is like, what exactly did that night change about Charlie? Like he still lied about cheating on Jen. Absolutely. That's like one of the last things we saw him do. Yeah. Exactly. Like, not only did he cheat on Jen and lie to Jen, but then Amir lied to Joey about about cheating cheating on Jen. Jen, And he tried to, like, make it all this, like, suave, sexy thing of, like, I've only had sex with two people. And Joey's like, well, what about that girl you were fucking while you were fucking Jen? And he's like, ooh, yikes, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, no. It's like, this guy sucks. Like, Charlie sucks so my note was like it would be one thing if we were exploring why joey potter with the exception of pacey picks dudes that are fucking awful Mm -hmm. but that's not what we're doing now and so that's why i'm mad yeah 
because like, okay, you want to explore this. You want to explore why Joey, whose father is in prison, Mm -hmm. whose mother died of cancer, who grew up poor, who adds a lot of insecurities about her, you know, upbringing and and her identity. You want to explore why that person is choosing dudes who are really fucking awful for her. Actually, I'm here for that. Totally. That's not what we're doing, though. No, I mean, the same with Jen. We're not going to explore why, like, this person that she feels safe with, Mm -hmm. that she loves, that she likes being around, that, like, the same episode where it's, like, a comfortable relationship is the good one, she then decides that she wants to break up with Dawson. Even though it's comfortable between them, like, it's not to say that I think that they shouldn't have broken up. I just don't think they should have broken up already. I agree. You know? And so if we were able to explore that, again, if we had real female relationships, we probably would have, we would maybe be in a better place. But we're going to just, like, again, only have our secondary characters in season five be men. Yep. And then the few that are women, the few, are the ones that are, like, to be fucked. Have we had a secondary woman that isn't fucked by one of our main characters? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one, the Rose Lazar. Like, yeah, the one who's like in half an episode, like keeping like bring her back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only one. I know. So we go to film school where Oliver, uh, we go to the credits and yeah. then we go to film school where Oliver's telling Dawson like, oh, this is just like the best movie I've ever been associated mm. with. <laughs> it's going to be the best movie ever. I was like, okay, dude. It's cute though. I know, totally. And like Dawson is sort of incredulous and is like, yeah, it's the English patient without all the laughs. Yeah. Which did make me chuckle a little bit. <laughs> and yeah, Oliver's I mean, like, like, I think Dawson is showing his experience here. Totally. Which is cool to see, you know, and like, you can see how like like they're not going to explore this storyline but you can see how this boston film school it isn't for him as well right like he should have been at usc it's fine that he didn't feel like that was the place for him because it was so far from home and that sucks you know totally it is so far from home but dawson is an experienced filmmaker and so he should be with other people that are experienced filmmakers as Mm -hmm. well you know um and so I want, you know, like, I yeah. wish we could have a different journey for Dawson, you know? Totally. Because, you know, Dawson, Oliver's like, I think it's kick some serious donkey ass. That's what he says about uh-huh. this movie. Yeah. Which I was like, that's a phrase I never need to hear again. <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense. And then Dawson, like, starts Isn't breaking it donkey down. donkey and ass? I mean. Okay. Yes. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So Dawson's like, you know, it just needs work. Like, we got to reshoot the sex scene because you can see Charlie's dick. Yeah. Which made me laugh. Which was like, they, so Charlie was full nude when they were, there's no cock sock filming this. Let me tell you, for people who don't know how movies work, they, they're, men are covered up. There's like a thing called a cock sock. At the minimum, you think he would have been in a, like, a flesh colored, you know. thong yeah yeah <laughs> like come on that's what they wear yeah um anyway then these two seemingly heterosexual men have a conversation about how big charlie's dick is <laughs> which Less i mean i'm them. here for Less like them. i'm not saying that i'm not here for it but just like a lot 
it's a lot because of how much we're supposed to like care about Charlie's growth and mm-hmm. like care about Charlie because it's all like boiling down to like yeah he's hot and he's got a big dick so like who cares <laughs> if he's a fucking asshole right. to women in his life right and like Oliver is like when this movie is inevitably acquired by a major studio they'll get the money to CGI it out and I was like <laughs> that's not wow how that works. that's not how any of this works <laughs> And Dawson kind of says as much, like, fair to be fair to Dawson. He's like, yeah, Yeah. dude, that's not how any of this works. Yeah. And so then Oliver, like, true to, like, a college friend, Uh wants to talk to Dawson about his breakup with Jen. Right. He's like, you're still reeling. You dated her for months. Mm -hmm. She helped you grieve. She took your virginity. Yeah. And no matter how cool you want to play it off, that, like, means something. And, like, and then he's like, do you want to talk about yeah. it? Yeah. And I th- just think like in a like in a real world setting, like Dawson would take this. Like, yeah. This is his friend from college, this collaborator, this person he knows outside of his high. It's the only person he knows outside of his high school. High school friends. Friends. And you would like this is kind of what you do in college and you like instantly bond and you tell deep, dark secrets like mm-hmm too soon <laughs> but like that's what happens totally and like you're kind of excited like oh cool like is this dawson growing are we actually going to get like a decompression about how dawson feels about the end of his relationship with jen the answer to that question aaron is no no we're not gonna get it <laughs> no what's gonna happen instead oliver's gonna ask if he can ask jen out yeah problem i mean what yeah, Dawson's like, I don't want to talk about it. And Oliver's like, great, can I ask her out? And it's like, what is going what? on? Agreed. Agreed. Okay. I mean, just fucked. Because then we cut over to one of those beautiful Boston brownstones. Uh-huh. And Pacey and Audrey are banging it out. Yeah. Yeah. He's on the floor. <laughs> and, and she's, she's hanging on the, the bed. It's like so, I don't, it's so it's, college. You know, listen, it's been a while, but I don't think that's how it works. It's so um, college where you just don't know what's happening. Yeah, totally. Like, you have all the energy in the world. <laughs> totally. Um, <laughs> totally. And Pacey kind of like muses on like how funny it was and how he can't like feel his legs and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he. They're can- also like, I, I have to give credit to this show that they make them very sweaty yeah and i really appreciate that i totally agree with you no i am enjoying that pacey is allowed to enjoy sex because like and audrey yeah but like for pacey the character we've known longer yeah he's been like put down for like you know for all your false sexual bravado (laughs) and like you know all this stuff like he's been put it down for having you know, a healthy, a healthy relationship with his, his sexuality. sexuality. And then even in season four, like he, you know, is fine. Like his relationship is so healthy that he's like fine waiting for Joey. And then when they do have sex, like it's a total like explosion in his face of like chaos and right. Totally fucked up shit. So I like this journey for Pacey. And I also think it's part of like his healthy growth journey to being the person he wants to be, to be honest, you know, a hundred percent. And, and what we find out is that Pacey is house sitting for Danny. Yeah. So that this big Boston Brownstone is is not really his Danny's house. Yeah. Yeah. And And he's kind of wondering like (laughs) how many people Audrey has done 
quote this with you know like this mind-blowing sex is what we're supposed to imagine and i just want to say when i was in my 20s my Mm -hmm. reaction to him asking this question would have been to say you definitely don't want to know the answer Mm -hmm. so don't fucking ask and now my now in my late 30s Uh my my reaction is if i tell you the truth and you act a mess i'm walking out of this room yeah, I mean that's essentially what Audrey is saying at the end. Totally, totally. And but like it's I such feel a like weird question because you can't follow up. Right. Like you can't confirm the answer. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's such a weird question. And like so what? Like are you saying one dick is fine, but like 17 20, is yeah, bad. Yeah. You know, 100 dicks isn't. Like it's all the same kind right. of like I don't know. It's such a weird thing to ask. And like, And what kind of dicks are we talking about? They're real. They're they I know. in the flesh dicks or there's like or where rubber we ta- dicks or, or where yeah. have the dicks been? Mm. Like what are we talking about There's here? a lot of follow-up questions yeah, to this. Like yeah. and are, are we only talking about dicks? Are we talking about like Whatever, you yeah. know, like it's just like, you know, when we say how many people have we had sex with, like what, what do we mean, mean here? And what does yeah. sex mean and you know with who and whatever uh-huh. so it's like such a weird thing sure and like i it's one of these moments where you're like so grateful i'm almost 40 and like no Same. one would ever ask this because no. i'm like i don't even know how to answer i don't know that. if i can count i that. definitely <laughs> couldn't count and to be honest like i know someone who's like i keep a list and i was like you're a monster wow <laughs> yeah so a like list? it would be weird to know the number at no, our age I don't, you know i couldn't um, tell you yeah and and Pacey is like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I don't really want to know. It's none of my business. Like, he he kind of backs off immediately. Yeah. And she's like, well, I mean, how many girls have you slept with? Yeah. And he just flat out is like six. Seven, including Seven you. Seven, including you. So did we miss one? I, no. I went through this in my head okay. and I figured it out. Okay. Miss Jacobs. Yeah. Andy. Uh-huh. Joey. Uh-huh. Melanie. Uh-huh. Karen. Yeah. The girl at the restaurant whose name he couldn't remember. Oh, I couldn't. I didn't is remember Is the one her. I forgot. I didn't yeah. remember. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. now Audrey. Okay. 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 So, <laughs> I mean, I had a note about that, which is how can the writers get that correct? I know. And, f- <laughs> and fuck up things like totally. Joey's mom dies of breast cancer at and some point. And then lung cancer at a different point. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Fine. So Audrey is like, she's uncomfortable. But she's like, she's wow, like, you answered that real quickly. Yeah, like, yeah, you're keeping like, a memo. Like, that's what I mean. It's kind of weird what yeah. you do now. I mean, at 19, is it weird? Or 18? I, de- I knew then. I definitely agree with you. But, <laughs> yeah. like, to have it on the tip of your tongue. Sure, sure, and sure. Like, like, the sure. way that he did, it, it does feel weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, you would I, have had to think about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, you know, like, I could uh-huh. see him be like, Six. Oh, seven, including you. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I don't know. It kind of feels a little yeah. bit like oh, I forgot that rando that I don't remember her that name. That I had a one night stand and I, with. He yeah. didn't remember her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. So you know, Audrey's like, "That's not a lot," and Pacey's like, "Not a lot compared to what?" Yeah. And you know, she's like, "You think you want to know this, but I guarantee you don't want to know the answer to this question." Yeah. And you know, she kind of like Pacey's like, "What? It's that many?" And she's like. Lady Chatterley and Madonna are prudes compared to me, (laughs) which made me laugh. And then she kisses him and she gets out of bed and he looks very disconcerted. Yeah. So. It's an interesting journey. Like, don't ask questions you don't know the answer to. I mean, agree. Agree. Then we go to Graham's kitchen. Yeah. And Dawson comes downstairs and he sees Jen in the kitchen. We're like, ooh, okay. So, yes. 
they're living together. Right, they live together. <laughs> but they're broken up. Uh-huh. And this is going to be awkward. Yeah. And, and like, it's awkward, but they're trying. I mean, I have to so give it to them. so sweet, which is why did they have to break up already? I agree with you. Like, oh I my wish God. That they were together for longer. I totally agree because yeah. this is like, like, I don't know. We could have had like such a better storyline of like them trying to make it work and like, you know, whatever. Totally. And then even this, like, they're still so loving to each other. Well, because they're like in a way in which we don't see Dawson and Joey be. I agree with you. You know, like Joey's so transactive with her feelings and Dawson as well. Like they both are. Mm-hmm. But Jen and Dawson, they just genuinely love each other love each other like they just want the best for each other Uh they love each other they care about each other they're in each other's lives and like there was a beauty to their relationship that like i just frankly don't feel like we got to explore i agree with you because and i think that like i would have loved to and i have notes later on about how much i would love to Mm -hmm. have loved to but like i i i really do wish we had gotten more of that i think it's the highlight of season five honestly yeah and it it honestly is the healthiest relationship we've seen. Totally. You know, like I love Joey and Pacey, but like, you know, once when, they started once dating they were together, was... it was a fucking hot mess because they're like young kids. They didn't know what they were mm-hmm. doing. Da, 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 da. Like it was fucking a hot mess. Oh, don't worry. I'm going to have some things to say about it in a little bit. <laughs> but like, you know, Dawson and Jen, they were like the the best relationship we've seen on the show so far. I agree with you. Cause it, and then she like asks, she's like, Oh, what's up? Like, and he kind of like brushes her off. Like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine, I'm fine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then he tells her about Oliver in this screening and yeah, he's like, got to get ready for it. It's so sweet. He like kind of takes a deep breath and then he's like, no, let me tell you, I want to be friends with Jen. I love Jen. I want to be friends with her. And he puts in the effort like in a way that we don't see from him. I agree like, with like you. It's like Jen makes him a better person. I agree with you. It's like what? Why yeah. couldn't we see more of this? I know. I I'm with you. And and at this point Jen starts smiling and she's kind of like just like super soft with him yeah, and is like what's going on right now? Like and then she's like, you know, it's okay it's if okay this to is be weird. weird. Yeah. And I'm like, how do I love their breakup too? Like, I I wish we had gone on for longer, but I also love this breakup I know. that they're like very soft and and caring yeah. with each other. And she's like, you know, it's okay if we don't how to do, know how to do this next part. Like, yeah. it would be weird if we did. Yeah. And like they have and, this great moment. Yeah, because he totally opens up too, and yes. he's like, I don't know, this is such a familiar scene, like us coming down, like talking about our days before yes. we go out into the world, and like it kind of just feels really comforting. And you're like, then why aren't you together? Right. <laughs> and she says, I mean, to be fair, she says it doesn't have to stop. Like this yeah, yeah, doesn't have to stop. And and I hope but it doesn't. It, I just feel like it kind of negates the reason why they broke up. Like. Because we don't know what passion, a passionate relationship meant to Jen. Right. You know, or to Dawson. Like, they still have this very clear connection, you know? Uh And, like, what does passion mean to them, you know, in order for it to not exist? Like, we kind of need to know what it means. Are you asking Dawson's Creek to define its terms? Because I feel like you're asking way too much. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) Clearly. Because, like, this is the most loving, like... I agree. You know, we've seen Dawson be... So like what would passion be to the show if this if it's not this, you know? Right, because what he says then is like last week when we did this, you were up against the counter and I was kissing you all over mm-hmm. your face. Yes. And I was like, I mean, is that not passion? I know. I mean, like like what? 
And then Jen does this thing that like, it's so funny because it, in a way I felt like it was similar a little bit to what Joey does in like, I think episode five of this season. Mm. Cause Jen really quietly goes over to him and kisses him on the cheek. I felt like it was similar to Jen saying like, I just wish we didn't like have, have a baggage pass. and have a pass. And he was like, I'm Dawson, Larry, you know? Yeah. And so it, it did feel like that, like, well, we're going to act like these, this baggage doesn't exist. Yeah. Like it felt very similar to that, in my opinion. Interesting. Cause I was like struck by like that. Remember that one scene at the, is it at the train station? I mm-hmm. think where Joey kisses him and we were like appalled. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And there's this part of me that's like, Jen kisses him mm-hmm. and like, I'm not appalled. And there yeah. was a part of me that was like, I, why do I feel not appalled by well, this? Well, I one? felt the same way mm-hmm. where I was like, why was I so mad that Dawson's like, okay, we don't have a pass, you right. know, because Dawson's kind of being like, I don't know, like, right. it's kind of weird. And yeah. she's like, we were kissing and she's like, well, we're kissing now. Yeah, you I know? can kiss you on the face. Um, yeah. And like kind of just making these weird boundaries of when like romance and friendships exist, you know. Well, and um, friends can kiss each other on the cheek. It's not like, you know, so where are the boundaries? Yeah. But I also like there's another note that I have, which is like, I do love this like breakup for its non-drama. Yeah. Right. They're not like having this meltdown. And I said that in the last episode, but I feel the same way. Like there's an ache and there's hurt, but they're, they both want to be in each other's lives and they're both trying to be. Yeah. And that's something that I really respect. I know. But also the thing that I thought about in this scene was like, I do wish they had dated longer because I feel like actually if you played this scene, they had dated for a a while longer and you played this scene, it would hurt. I know. And like in such a great satisfying way. Yeah, like in Joey and Pacey where it's Uh like you wouldn't have to ask. Like, oh my God. Totally. I mean, it this time hurt because you wish they had been together longer. Exactly. But like it would have hurt where you're like, man, they're meant to be you know Man, they're so good and like and like it would have been like to be honest like i just think i wish that they were together longer and they had explored like jen's feelings about like you know joey and all that stuff because it would remind us about how toxic dawson and joey are for each other what you know and like it would also like kind of like as much as like we have spent so long trying to forgive dawson for how he behaved at the end of season three mm-hmm. and his total like just fucking aggressive monstrous monstrous behavior we would see how like it was so complicated like it would almost be a way to forgive that behavior Mm -hmm. if we had seen like how even when he was in this amazing relationship with jen like joey's a figure to him too i agree with that entirely and also there's this part of me that's like give me give me this dawson that's like not only better with Jen mm-hmm. than he is with Joey, mm-hmm. but also give me a Jen. Like, let's talk about safety and let's talk about the fact that like Jen feels safe with him. Yeah. And what does that mean for a person like Jen? Yeah. And how scary is that for a person like Jen who totally. hasn't been able to feel safety? Yeah, like you particularly in romantic. That's what I mean. Is like you wish at last episode where she was like. I, I you know safe really I feel uncomfortable in safe relationships and Dawson was like I think you like let's try harder I think you're feeling uncomfortable and can we try to get past that and see totally. that you know and like kind of kind of work like seeing how Dawson like really committed to the relationship and instead of doing the like romantic you know speeches like Pacey does Dawson does what he does best which is just be there agreed and and i mean there's this part of me that's like i mean i love what you're saying there and and i think that like 
where are the lines between like, I feel safe and like, I want there to be passion. Mm -hmm. And like, what do those two things mean? Totally. And like, where, and, and where is the disconnect? Right. Where is the disconnect? Where, where is Jen not feeling the passion? Mm -hmm. Is it because she's so used to feeling unsafe Mm -hmm. that, or sexualized or sexualized that Mm -hmm. like, being like like in the last episode at the beginning of the episode when Dawson's like you said you didn't want to have sex so like I'm not gonna push you on it yeah which like actually is like I'm yeah like, good great. thing for Jen <laughs> good, yeah totally good. Like, or good yeah. thing on the whole here's but, a like, kudo for you yeah yeah, exactly. yeah totally like and then the, and there's this part of me that's like do we explore that of like mm-hmm. if someone because I think that's really fascinating totally right? like you've been through the shit that Jen's been through mm-hmm. and then someone shows you real care and respect and like you don't know what to do with that yeah totally that's fascinating to yeah me. yeah and then also watching her much similar to pacey having to deal with like the third party yeah. you know there's which... this other person that that appears from time mm-hmm. to time and seems to drag you out of whatever it is that we're doing exactly it's been so interesting and then to be honest like it would have been a reframing of the character of dawson yeah you know and, i like, agree maybe like it would have been good. Yeah, maybe he wouldn't die to me at a certain point if yeah, or like been able to reframe him. Yeah, yeah, and like we could like see Dawson holistic, holistically. Mm. Like you know, like well, when you're a kid, you do fucked up things, especially when you're super privileged, yeah. and like you know, you know, if he could and have you wor- if, work through it, and yeah, and you, if he yeah. could have had like a a relationship that was so like you know, of a, what do you call it? OTP or whatever, you know, like one true pairing for those yeah. who don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to look it up too. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I, as I told you last time, read fan fiction. So, or so like, ago. you know, then we could have seen him more of a main character of a, mm-hmm. you know, of a, like potentially a good person, you know? Yeah, but, totally. But anyways, anyways, we go to Joey and Audrey's room. Yeah. And Audrey as like Grill and Joey about the movie. Yeah. So like, how was I? Yeah. And they're and both getting ready. Yeah. And like Joey's like kind of giving her some shit. She's like, you were horrible. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. And she's like, come on, I can handle it. Audrey's like, come on, I can handle it. Don't sugarcoat it for me. And then she's like, you were great. You were charming yeah. and funny and beautiful and sexy. And you have this like amazing chemistry with Charlie, who's really good as well. <laughs> and And it's like okay i just want to back up before you Uh start complaining uh about that because i hear you but it's in that moment i think we realize that like maybe joey doesn't think dawson is a good filmmaker she's just a good <laughs> cheerleader you know uh, what i mean uh-huh. that's her vibe of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. i'm gonna banter but then tell you you're amazing you know uh-huh. because now we've seen someone else's creative output and we're like got it okay yeah but yes Again, Joey's going to pivot towards Charlie. And because, like, this would be the moment for her to tell Audrey, like, what she was feeling about Charlie. Uh, yep. We're not going to get that, though. No, no, no. I have a note about Chad Michael Murray here, mm-hmm. which is that I get it. He was hot for the time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And his contract was probably for a certain number of episodes, sure. to be real, real mm-hmm. about it. But my question is, why are they doing this? Because I don't understand where Joey's change towards Charlie is happening. Because the last episode, what? I totally agree with you. And the thing is, like, 
if they had this contract with him, they knew he needed however many episodes to, to shift. So or to why or... would they make him so fucked up to Jen? Like, you know what I mean? Like they could have just broken up because they were like, just fuck buddies. And Jen was like, you don't, know who like right whatever it you know what i mean like jen's just like i'm smarter than you or like whatever they just had like a normal breakup or even a dramatic one but not like a i'm a two-timing piece of shit and then i'm gonna like be fucked up towards you about it and then i'm gonna come over and give you a t-shirt but like not really apologize for it (laughs) you know right um okay so Uh, it's just like he is a like they set him up to be a total terrible person yeah you know and like chad michael murray he's not like a he's not the same kind of actor as drew like where drew you're like he fucking sucks but man would i have loved to see him date andy yeah yeah, or like man if he came back fourth season and dated jen i would have been there for it you know or fifth season came back and dated jen i would have been there for it because like but also it took you so long to get there yeah you know what i mean like even like when you got that story about so yes that's the thing drew's so fucked up and then like you're like fuck this guy like you know but you're like as an agent of chaos you're fine with it but like chad michael murray isn't an agent of chaos you know in the show well and the thing is but like if he if if he if we're talking like way later into the season and he had had all these redemption and the backup you know you know story and like all this stuff we, we might be able to be like okay maybe but like not like we would have never been cool with Drew dating Joey, not for the character of Joey. Right. Like maybe if Joey, if he had Joey was his first victim, it was like vice versa where Joey dated him and then he was two timing. And then Jen was like, I don't know something about this guy. Like maybe we could have been there, but like, but also we don't get any backstory on Charlie. Like unlike Drew who we, there, at we a certain point, mom. it's explained why he's such a we dick. We know what the deal is with his dad. And we, like, actually know his mom. And with Jen. Like, that's yeah. the other thing, right? Like, we yeah. get his backstory with Jen. That, too. Yeah. That's why we would have, like, we kind of understood their... Their, their dynamic. Yeah. yeah. So Joey's like, come on, this movie's going to start in less than three hours. Like, stop interrogating me. Mm-hmm. And then Audrey looks at her and is like, you look hot. Why what's, do you look so hot? What's going what's on? What's going on? <laughs> And then, like, Joey starts to answer her, and Audrey's like, do I look hot in this <laughs> And then Audrey pivots, and she's mm-hmm. like, and she wants to ask Joey about Pacey. Girl, I was like, wow, this is, I don't know about this. And it's like, you know, I like Audrey and Joey's relationship, yeah. and I like Joey's growth in being friends with Audrey. Yeah. But, like, are you fucking kidding no, me? No, this seems a lot. This seems this like a lot. This is why, like, like, and I like Audrey and Pacey together. I yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it doesn't make sense. Like, this I mean, doesn't make sense. Like, why do we, like, I know why we have this conversation, and, like, it that part makes sense, but, like, this is why the whole thing is fucked up. I agree with you. (laughs) I agree with you. Cause you know, she's like this morning, Pacey asked me how many people I'd slept with. And Joey's like, what did you tell him? Mm -hmm. And like, she's like, no, no, no. Like I didn't tell him anything. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm still debating what I should do. And she asked, asks Joey what Joey would do. And Josephine. Oh my God. I have it in all caps. I just, so do I. (laughs) says, Honesty has always worked for her. <laughs> what? 
It's like they don't know who Joey. Like they're acting like fourth season didn't happen. I know. I know. I she, or third season for that matter. Any of the seasons. She is a fucking liar. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. And even when she is honest, because she is a liar. She doesn't know how to be honest. Right. She she says these weird, vague things where you're like, what the fuck are you talking is about? That? <laughs> what was that? Right. Because Audrey's like, I mean, should I tell him? Yeah. Like, how many guys? And Joey's like, well, the male ego is fragile and delicate. So like, I don't know. I don't know. And Audrey's like, <laughs> my advice to Audrey is take no advice from Joey. Yeah, seriously. But Joey's like, if Pacey had asked her, he might be harboring deep-seated insecurities and telling him would do more harm than good. And I'm like, this is just psychotic. It's hard because, like... It's psychotic. If You just wish that the show was able to have Joey be like, look, Pacey asked me straight up if I would tell Dawson if we had sex together. And when Dawson did, I choked and lied. And that, like, really set the downward spiral for our relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, I just wish she would have some hindsight on their relationship. Yeah. And And, on why it started. And also that we could acknowledge that. Like, you know, that Joey could acknowledge that their relationship was real and that it's over. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, I think that that's one of the hardest parts is that like it feels like Joey's acting like their relationship was a little blip. Right. Not that they dated for basically a year. And that they had this like very intense love story and that they had sex and that she's he's the only one she's had sex with. And that like, you know, they were like madly in love and that she still loves him, you know, and she just wants him to be happy, but she still loves him, you know, and that like. You just wish that Joey could understand a little bit more, like, or not even understand. I just wish we understood what Joey thinks happened. Yeah. You know? And so, like, this conversation would feel more comfortable if Joey was in a position to, you know, honesty always worked for her (laughs) and just said the truth and also, like, validated what all the, you know, audience members felt. I agree. I agree. Because, like, you know, Joey's like, oh, it depends on how many guys you've slept with. And Audrey kind of like, huh. And it And I don't think that that's true. Like, that's the thing that really bothers me about this storytelling is that the framing is, like, Pacey asks a question and the the crux here is whether or not Audrey is going to tell the truth or not. Right. And the thing is, it's whether or not Audrey thinks this matters or not. Right. You know, it's like, does it matter? Does she want to tell Pacey? And like, what would what is the point of knowing the number? Like, if you've had sex with one person or 75, what's the difference? I mean, that our society judges you differently if you've had sex with 75. Yeah, but it's like, other than that, what is the difference? There isn't one. You know? There isn't one. So we go then, of course, right to Audrey and Pacey in the car, where she's telling him that she usually doesn't like to watch her work because she's an artist, but she's going to make an exception for Dawson because he's her friend. (laughs) And then she's like, so Joey gets dropped off in front, Mm -hmm. and I have to search for parking with you. And Pacey's like, it's part of the deal with this, like, arrangement we've got going on. And then 
Audrey's like, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> what arrangement are you talking about? Yeah. And then P- Pacey, like, so starts, cute, gets flustered. He's like, starts I spinning. mean, yeah. I mean, uh, like, we're, we're having understanding yeah. and like, And this I don't is the know. thing that's super hard because Pacey is usually like the grand gesture guy. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. fall in love and then have sex guy. Yeah even though we're told he's a slut and he's like a sexual bravada person or right. whatever. We've literally only seen him have one one night stand. Yeah. So they'll like have sex first, ask questions later. Like that hasn't really been his vibe. Yeah. Like, you know, like, yes, he had sex with Karen and then it was kind of like, whoa. This was not him. But that was like. He had been. He like, was, he wanted something more and that wasn't like what his journey was. And then like, even with Melanie on the boat, like you could tell he was like into her, but like kind of. Un- she kept calling him her boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's a, that's not a, that's not a one night so thing. So this yeah. situation is unique to him and, and totally. new for him and he doesn't really know how to handle it. And at that moment, Audrey just blurts out the number 27. <laughs> and he's like, what? And she's like, 27 men. <laughs> yeah. And like, then he just runs, smashes into And she's something. like, stop. And he's uh, like, yeah. what? And he, he, crashes he crashes right into someone. Mm-hmm. And then we go to the door of Grams's house where Jen runs down and yells to Jack to hurry up. And she opens the door and there's an older black man <laughs> yeah. in the doorway. And she's like, oh, can I like, can, can I, I help you? you? And he's like, you must be Jen. And she's like, huh. And you must be. <laughs> and you are. And he introduces himself as Clifton and that her, her grandmother told him that she was beautiful. Uh-huh. So that's why he knows. And Jack runs down the stairs and it's like, and Jen's like, uh, Jack, uh, this is Clifton. <laughs> and Clifton's like, are you Dawson? And, and Jack's, Jack's like, like, no. Jack. <laughs> then Clifton's like, oh, the homosexual. And this is where we get real two th- early 2000s, yeah, uh-huh, like uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, PC uh, culture. Yeah, the homosexual. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, he's not wrong. Like, <laughs> it's so, it's like sweet. He is the homosexual. It's like really yeah. sweet, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. because like that was like <laughs> the phrase. Oh, I'm okay with you being a, a homosexual. <laughs> But like it's one of those things that's like aged so poorly that it's yeah, like yeah, so yeah, funny. Yeah. But it's what like if someone came to your door and was like, "Ah, oh, the gay one." Oh, the like, homosexual. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess that is ad descriptor. Is so funny. Totally, it's so funny. Like it, it was like a such a mood of two thousand two. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. So Clifton's like, "Oh, you know, like Evelyn invited me to this screening, and like I'm gonna join you." And Jack and Jen are like, "Okay." Uh-huh. <laughs> like. Jen like almost falls over and Jack like catches her. Well, because she almost falls over because Grams comes in and kisses Clifton and she's like, <laughs> It's so cute. Can we get more of these on screen? I mean, like, oh just my like, God. it's kind of slapsticky. Why did we have to have 300 frat bros when we could have been having this all along? I know. Why is Oliver there? Or Charlie? I hear you. I hear you. Professor Wilder. Oh, my God. We could have had this. We could have had it all. Clifton has been on the screen a mere five minutes. And I'm like, five seconds. Give me more. Uh Uh-huh. Because Grams looks at Jen and is like, get a hold of yourself, Jennifer. (laughs) Which made me laugh. I forgot how funny that moment was. I was like on the floor. This scene is amazing. I was laughing so hard. It is so cute. Because Michelle Jen is like, 
What just happened? Jen looks at Grams and is like, excuse me, young lady, do you have a boyfriend? And like, Shannon, she looks, she's like, Cliff, are you my Grams' boyfriend? Like, she's just like, I have a lot to process right now. And, and Grams, Grams is like, she's like a 16-year-old girl. She's like humiliated <laughs> in that way that you would be. Like, it's she's like, uh, so funny. Like, I mean, yeah, she's yeah, my girlfriend. She, like, because you could tell they maybe hadn't talked about yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah, you totally, know, and totally. it's so cute. And Jen's, and Jen's like, like, does this just does this slip your mind? You like, didn't, you tell, didn't me? tell me? What the fuck? It's so fucking cute. And then Jack's like, maybe Clifton and I should read, should leave these women to, to themselves. Like, and then Jen just like starts grilling Cliff. Yeah. Clifton. He's, she's like, where do you okay, live? What do you do? What do you do? Are you married? Yeah. <laughs> Are you married? It's so cute. And the, yeah, it's really cute. Yeah. I love it. So then we cut to Meredith Salinger. Yeah. Some ladies yelling on her cellular. It's Meredith Salinger, who has been acting for fucking ever. Okay. She was in the 80s classic Dream a Little Dream oh, okay. with the Corys. Uh-huh. Feldman and Haim. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Piper Laurie is also in that movie. She was a small but essential role in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode, I Only Have Eyes for You. Okay. Um, where she plays a teacher in the 1950s who is killed by the student that she's having an affair with. Mm. And then Buffy and Angel have to live that out again oh, wow people keep living it out over and over again uh-huh. great great episode season two that's like classic buffy um and she is still works to this day she works probably now more than ever okay also side note she's married to Patton oswald she's more than who she's married to she went to harvard i but i but like <laughs> she is married to Patton oswald i do uh-huh. i want to say that she's um he married her after his first wife, Michelle McNamara, whose book I fucking love, um, died. Yeah. Anyway, so she's yelling into this phone. Yeah. <laughs> and she's telling some like, guy that he's an ass. And Dawson, we don't know why he's in there. He's like twiddling on something. What is she? Well, yeah, where is he? I guess in the, is it? We don't know. It doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he's like listening in and he's like, are you okay? And she's like, well, thanks for eavesdropping. And you're like, yeah, what the fuck is going on? Right. And she like, she's in some room that she thought she was alone in. And he mm-hmm. just like pops. Yeah. Pops up into the frame and is like, oh, and she's like, you know, this is like the, I'm in the middle of a breakup. Yeah. Basically. And she says that her this dude is dumping her. Yeah. And she's like mad because she's like, I don't even really like him. Yeah. He's an idiot. But she's like, he's very attractive, which like makes me even more mad because I thought I was above that when I'm not, which like that made me chuckle. Yeah. I was like, all right. And then she like, they start having this like conversation. She's like, Oh, who still teaches here? Yeah. And Dawson like tells her this guy that like does a class on boobs, booze and bullets style and substance in the age of the blockbuster which i was like that sounds amazing i would totally take when that up dawson's alley he wants to be a blockbuster filmmaker right and and this woman i called her at this point meredith salinger's character mm-hmm. but she, her name is amy yeah she's like oh you're in that phase right like like yeah. you know you've seen some avant-garde movies so you think hollywood is all bullshit and like and you think world cinema means only european films mm. and you know, he's like, all defensive. And it's like, what? so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's she asked him to tell him, 
her his favorite movie of the last few years and she's like don't think about it like just something that you love yeah. and he says run lola run and she's like you fucking liar it's weird because dawson isn't a sellout like that i agree with you i do agree with you but i think it's interesting that like i think that's an interesting thing to think about of like what film school does to people mm-hmm. because like I worked in the movie business for a long time. Mm-hmm. Not a long time, but some time. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, like, I was embarrassed to tell people what my favorite... I used to tell my mom my favorite movie was Almost Famous. Okay. But that's not my favorite movie. Uh-huh. As you know, it's yeah. Clueless. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, Almost it, Famous isn't is Isn't like, Almost Famous looked down on as well? I mean, not at the time. Mm. Not in, like, 2005 or whatever, 2004. Mm. No, 2005. 2006 you know now maybe a little bit people are like what is that but like I used to but yeah like Clueless felt like it wasn't as cool to for that to be your favorite movie (laughs) and now I don't care it just is so Mm -hmm. whatever but like but that's the interesting thing is that like Dawson has been pretty confident even with Nikki Green right 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 being like Spielberg's my favorite director Jurassic Park like you know whatever um he has really stuck to that which like we laugh at but like i actually like have always thought is i respect a, it a respectful thing about yeah. him that he's like i like what i like and these are the reasons why i think it's a phenomenal look film. at jurassic park is a fucking great movie it just it's an opinion it doesn't matter like it just really doesn't you know so like when someone, i mean i'm hearing you but jurassic park is a great movie <laughs> it is but it's just i just <laughs> think that like when someone's asking you your favorite like you should be in a position to say what it is yeah 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 but and i like i think it's a it's a you know a relationship on both sides where someone needs to accept that and not be like you idiot which like would is the you know common experience of film nerds and then also like just be like whatever <laughs> like, but i also think at the time we were much less like open to like I fucking love this movie that I think might be terrible, but I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I think we're a little bit more like, like what you like. I don't think that's true. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. I think film nerds are like, that is their capital. Sure. You know? Oh, yeah, I guess. Um, that like, that's all they have. They only like <laughs> film. So that is their capital. Okay. I mean, I, yeah. you know more about it than I do. Yeah. So I, I defer to you on this, but like, she says that her favorite movie of the past few years is Hardball with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, because she's kind of like, tell me the movie that she's like, you're a liar. Like, I don't believe you. Yeah, Run, you. Lola, Run. Tell me the last movie you went and saw that was truly like a bad it movie. Made you but cry. it made you cry. <laughs> it made you feel things. It made you whatever, yeah. you know? And like, it, yeah, like, and so she tells him it was Hardball with Keanu Reeves. And she's right. Like, the, the movie you're embarrassed to tell your friends you saw on opening night. Mm-hmm. Should we admit to everyone that we saw all about Steve at the midnight <laughs> movies? <laughs> I've seen so many. Bad, I love a good bad movie. Totally. And you and I went through a phase. Like a Nicholas uh, where Sparks. I worked, I worked a weird. Yeah. I worked weird hours. So you and I would go to see midnight movies yeah, a lot. Like the day it came so out. Fun. So we well, definitely wait, saw you, all about And also Steve. you know you can only go to midnight movies when you're young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I couldn't do that anymore. Like Oof. they have, I mean, they have Midnight Movies at the New Beverly, which is the repertory theater owned by um, Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. And like, I just, I can go for free and I'm still like, fuck. I can't, yeah, two, midnight, two, three in the morning. Midnight. Uh, oof. Oof. Yeah. Hard I'm pass, you. you know. Um, yeah, I know. But we've seen a lot of. You and I have seen a lot of Midnight um, Movies. Yeah. And a lot of opening day movies. And yeah. yeah. I mean, I saw. 
fast nine opening day i was oh. like in new york with my friends and i was like i mean i don't know what y'all are doing today but like no, I'm, I'm gonna go see fast nine i would love for you to come but like you don't have to but like yeah. also i'm, I'm gonna, going i'm gonna go see it yeah at the amc i cannot wait it's gonna yeah. be my first movie post vaccine oh yeah yeah, yeah. it was yeah, fucking nice. amazing Oof. yeah great um I definitely drink out of the Twilight cups that you and I yeah. <laughs> from the movie theater when you and I saw Twilight yeah. from the night movies. The last movie I cried at was the Tammy Faye movie with Jessica Chastain. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's so good. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. Anyway, Dawson says that that explains why his her boyfriend dumped him because she's a sentimental drama queen with bad taste in movies. And I was like, okay, the way they're both acting seems to be that this is flirting. But, like, if anyone said this shit to me, I would walk out of the room. It's bizarre because, like, it's authentic film nerd, like... Like, banter. Him being like, you've got bad taste in movies, even though he lied. Like, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. we... Come on. Yeah. You know, and it's, like, weird flirting. And, like, when we find out who her character is, it's like, how old is she? I I agree with you. That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) That's not answered so yeah so we we find out at this point that she's the she's her name is amy and she's She's a film film critic critic for the boston weekly how old is she i mean if she's a film critic for the boston weekly who's we find out she's been working there at least a year at the very youngest she's in her like late 20s right yeah the very youngest to be like the film no the film critic like like at the very youngest late twenties, but probably early to mid thirties. Oh, Dawson's Creek. I know. So then we go into the theater. Joey walks in in a great coat. And Charlie she- yells Potter, and we're supposed to get Pacey feelings. Um I no. don't. No. Don't have those. No. What is happening? What is going on? I mean, crawl. Cause she's like, she kind of snarks at him for a second, like she does that thing where she's like, yeah, it's "Oh, where's supposed your, to be the like, where's your fiance?" The, um, okay, we all know the most incredible haters turned lovers storyline in TV history is Josephine Potter and Pacey Witter. Yeah, we all know this. Mm. Why do they think they can recreate this? Is that what you think they're doing? Yeah, I mean that's. <laughs> Yes, that is. That hurts me deeply. Potter. Yeah, no, I hear you. Like, I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong, on. but like they're supposed to be like, oh, they hate each other, but they're they're lovers, and you're like, no. Well, because yeah, she's like because where's, the where's- thing is like that. I think the show's misunderstanding, and I think they've misunderstood this the whole time. Mm. Is that like Pacey is a moral? He has a moral compass. Yeah, he is the moral compass of the show. Yeah. Joshua Jackson's a better actor than Chad Michael Murray. And like, <laughs> yeah. you know, because like Chad Michael Murray's like a, he's like fine. A, he's a fine and, and he is like a hot dude. So he plays this one role. It's one dimensional and it's boring. And it's like looks based, you know? Right. And like, it's fine because acting's hard, but like it, like, the character of Pacey is so much more it's developed. It's nuanced. It's layered. Nuanced. Joshua Jackson adds so much to a lot of shit, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, that's why that storyline, like, them hating each other is dynamic. Right. Them Think love- about them in season one. Yes. When like exactly. Snarking at each other. So yeah. watching even her and Charlie hate each other, you're like, 
Yeah, of course yeah. you hate him. That guy sucks. That guy sucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because she's like, where's your fiance or is Gwyneth Paltrow out sick tonight? And he's like, I broke up with her because I met someone else, which is like presumably supposed to be her. Yeah, yeah. And like my only note was like, I'm so sick of this storyline. Like they try to give Joey romance all through this season without actually giving her romance. Yes. So there's this part of me that's like, I'm not only frustrated by everything you just said about Charlie. I'm also frustrated that like you can't even give your main the person you think is the main actress of this show who's like at this point possibly turned to the center of this show. I know. You can't even let her have a fucking romance. Weird ass shit with Dawson for six episodes where we fucking didn't know what they were talking about. No idea what they were saying to each other every single time they were on screen. And we get some weird ass fucking sketchy (laughs) ass shit with (laughs) Professor Wilder Uh that we don't even. Does she like him? What's going on? We don't know that until she's we literally don't kissing know. him. She yeah. kisses him. We still don't know if she likes him, to be honest, because it was <laughs> fucking weird. And then we're going to get Jen's sloppy seconds of a scumbag ass boyfriend. And I'm supposed to like swoon over this guy. Like, I just think the show's and like... I'm expected to swoon? Yeah, that's I don't what I think so. I know. That's what I, I think the show's like, well, it's Chad Michael Murray. Oh, my God. And you're like... I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. I, I didn't want Rory to be with him when he was Tristan. Me neither. Right. That's the whole point of his character. He's a fucking asshole. Right. And it's supposed to remind you that hot guys ain't that shit. Come on. Yeah. So she then goes on to tell him, like, he's like, you should sit with me. Mm-hmm. And she does. Yeah. And I hate that. And then she tells him she saw the movie and he was pretty good. And he's like, what's up with you? Like, you seem different. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, yeah, you do too. And, you know, sometimes he says sometimes the actual Charlie Todd rears his head. And like, I'm just like, what the fuck does that mean? Because then he says, you know, contrary to popular opinion, I might not be the devil. And she's like, not really sure about that. And like, I'm not either. I I think that you are kind of shitty well i mean yeah you're not the devil fine fine you can have that <laughs> yeah, but like that's not that doesn't that's not where my bar <laughs> yeah. is as aaron hensley would say that's not where my bar is like sure fine yeah, like yeah, yeah. okay we've already mentioned hitler a few episodes ago so like fine yeah so but like you're still we're already a defcon one fucking right? piece of shit that i do not want to think about right like, oh my 100%. god that like hasn't even gone through any redemption story like like this show is so obsessed with us wanting to care about him then like make us care about him we'll do something like that's, like at good. least like be like oh yeah my brother died when i was like biking down the street i don't know like you can do anything to like give us like a, a moment to care about him like all we know about him is he's fucked up to jen and he's like kind of been fucked up to joey He's been like mixed fucked up to Joey, like he, which is like maybe even worse. He lied about, you know, like like again, the last episode we see him lying about fucking Nora. Right. 
So then we cut to Pacey, who's yeah. dealing with this accident. Yeah, yeah. And Audrey's like, I mean, I maybe should have like waited to say that until you parked the car. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she's like, you know, the, she's like checking in with him. She's like, are you yeah. okay? And he's like, yeah, 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 the car's a little bruised. And she's like, no, no, no. No, about the sex thing. Are you okay about the sex? Yeah. And he's kind of like, it's fine. He, he just seems leaves. uncomfortable, though. And the thing is, like, it's weird. Like, Audrey's being weird. Yeah. Like, you don't know that Pacey cares about this number. Yeah. It's more about Audrey being fucking weird. Yeah. Like yeah. yelling out 27 boys yeah, yeah. in the middle of like nowhere. Yeah, That's yeah. fucking weird. Like, I you agree. Know? Yeah. Like she's being wild, you know? Um, totally. So we don't like know per se like what is going on between them. Right. And then we go immediately to Dawson and Oliver fighting about yeah. the fact that Oliver invited this critic. And like Oliver doesn't see why this is bad. And Dawson's just like, how do you not see that this is a bad thing? Oliver's so wild. I know. And so Amy comes up and is like, are you going to like, are we going to start this movie or like what's going to happen? Yeah. So we're finding out that like everyone's waiting around for the screening to start. Yeah. Which like I feel them. <laughs> And she's like, you know, Oliver's like, we got a few VIPs we're waiting on, like, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, listen, guys, I don't have time for this. You hit me up when, like, you have your shit together. And she goes to leave. And then Oliver, like, is like, what did you do, Dawson? Yeah. And <laughs> Dawson <laughs> is honest. I, I agree. I'm with you. I'm with you. Dawson thinks that being honest is the best policy. Yeah, because he's like, I told her she had crappy taste in movies and I called her a drama queen. <laughs> And then Oliver tells some weird ass story about some. Do you know this guy? Yeah, of course you don't, because Amy wrote something nasty about him and ruined his career. Okay, he calls Dawson a nincompoop. Uh huh. I laughed. Uh huh. Then he says that guy who had something nasty written about him said something bad about Point Break. Uh huh. And I was like, fair. If someone says something bad about Point Break, you get to write a bad review about their movie. It just like, I mean, like, you know, reviews matter, but also like, come on, Oliver. I know. I'm with you. And he like starts freaking out and is like, Dawson, go after her, dude. Like, you know, and Dawson's like, I mean, like, okay, like, I guess I will. Fine, but what are you going to do? And Oliver's like, I'm going to go hit on Jen. And it's like, what a mess. Can we stop this? What a mess. This like. What is this? This F storyline is so stupid. It's so stupid. It is so dumb. Wow. So dumb. Wow. This is how much the show is obsessed with disrespecting Jen. Yeah. Agreed. What the fuck? Right. Because Dawson then catches up with Amy outside and apologizes. And he's like, you know, I didn't know who I was. And she's like, okay, so like. If you had known, you would have just kissed my ass. And he's yeah. like, I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I mean, he also he's is like, honest. No, but I mean, yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's true. Like, I, you know, like I like th- those are the moments you kind of respect Dawson's honesty, you know. Sure. Um, you know, there are other times when you're like, man. <laughs> yeah, you could have kept that one to yourself, wow. brother. <laughs> um, yeah. And he admits that he's a fan. Like, yeah. he, he knows her work. And and she's, like, super impressed. He, like, he... He quotes her review of he, Almost Famous to that her. That was a year old, you Yeah, know? yeah. And she's like, you know, I really... She's like, oh, you really like my stuff? And he's like, yeah, actually, like... And he tells her this, like, thing that he does where he's like, 
on certain on the nights that the you know the paper comes out i like yeah gra- pick up a copy and i go to this coffee shop and i read what you write and like i don't always agree with you but i always want to read what you have to say about it which i think is like actually a great sentiment but i just want to back up yeah how did he do that like a year ago <laughs> Good question. Okay. 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 Yeah. You read mm-hmm. it on the interwebs. Or like, or like maybe Cape Side gets the Boston Weekly. I mean, we're supposed to imagine this is like the indie paper, right? Yeah. I mean, I used to get like some of the San Francisco indie papers. Like there were, they would be in Santa Cruz, mm-hmm. like, and you could pick them up. That's where I would like find out things I wanted to go to in San Francisco. Right. If you grow up in a small town kind of outside of a city right you know but how far is cape side from boston i think it's about the same length that santa cruz is from santa cruz is from san francisco like 75 80 miles yeah okay so he's like it's weird because he says that she's pretty yeah and it's like you know he and jen just broke up like literally the last episode like yeah i don't know like I'm just not cool with this. I agree with you. I'm going to have more to say about it. Yeah. But like, yeah, I agree with you. Because he's like. It's just weird. She's and like, it's, Let's so, like it's a reminder of how much the show hates Jen. I agree with you. Of like, she was a nothing. She was a blip. She's not Joey. Of course he'd get over her right away. Right. And like, it's like. A, I just don't believe that. It's like a pretty hard gaslighting of the audience. Like we watch this relationship being like, I don't know. They're kind of meant to be together. Yeah, they're kind of great. And Joey have no like real chemistry. And like if they allow, like the thing is, if they had, and even if you're on a on the Dawson Joey train, sure. If they had allowed the relationship to run as like a real, you know, like marquee relationship, the Dawson Joey relationship, the Dawson Jen, Jen relationship. relationship. Okay. I think people, even the people that are like Dawson Joey would be like, actually, <laughs> you well, know, because even if, if they could, weren't, it's like we you get to see, see them it. play it all out. Yeah. You get to see them have the beginning, middle and end of a relationship. But as the, the what the storytelling we got was the beginning and the middle and then just this like fucking fall off of a cliff. Like she has that experience with the guy, Some the band rando. guy. Right. And then like immediately is like whatever. Yeah. And I I mean, I know I said it last episode, but there's like my my thing is like, let me show me the like gradual them kind of starting to fall apart as she's having these feelings. Totally. I think that's fascinating. I totally agree. And also and also if you even if you're like very pro Dawson and Joey, Mm -hmm. having him be able to play out this relationship and say like. I've had this like serious relationship yeah. and like I was in love with Jen. Totally. And and like romantically in love with Jen. Yeah. Not just that I loved her. Yeah. Because I still because I think he still loves her. I think yeah. Dawson loves Jen. Yeah, yeah. There's a difference between love and in love. Yeah. And I think like, but I think allowing him, you know, and like going back to one of your complaints that he never tells her he loves her. Mm-hmm. Like my thing is like allowing those two people to be in love with each other. And yeah. then to say like, but still it's not, I don't know if it's going to work. Yeah. It's like how in season two, you're supposed to care about Dawson and Joey the whole time, mm-hmm. but really like sleeper hit. You're like 
Andy, Andy and, and Pacey. Pacey. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So what if in season five, you're like, holy shit. Oh my Dawson God. And Dawson and Jen. What the fuck yeah. is happening? Mm-hmm. This is incredible to mm-hmm. watch. Like, oh my gosh. And so then you wouldn't really be as wrapped up in the like, Joey, what the fuck's going on with Audrey and Pacey? Well, and my thing is like, like I'm, everything. Yeah, my thing is like, I'm happy to allow Joey to be lost. Yeah. I think actually that's interesting. Totally. And I think it's realistic. Totally. Yeah. I'm happy. To, I'm even okay with Pacey and Audrey dating. Like, I don't really mind Pacey and Audrey dating. I don't, except for in a few moments where you're like, totally. Because, like, that time, like yes. when she tells, like, because at the beginning of this episode, don't act, they act like Joey did never Joey, date him. Yeah. Like, intensely date him, you know? <laughs> like, like, f- like, first, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of firsts with that. Yeah. Relationship. Yeah. 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 Agreed with you. So, but what ends up happening is that Dawson and Amy go to this coffee shop. She's like, okay, let's go to this coffee shop and, like, you can tell me. Like, we can talk. Yeah. And then we go back to the screening where Audrey walks over to Joey and is like, I got to talk to you, girl. Girl chat. And Joey's like, what? And Audrey's like, haven't you ever heard of hoes before bros? I, I said uteruses before deuteruses, my friend. I love hoes before bros. Or like bros before hoes. It's mm-hmm. so funny because she's mm-hmm. calling Charlie a hoe in front of him. I mean, him, good. In front of I him. I was quoting Parks and Recreation. Yeah. Uteruses before deuteruses. But you're, um, it's all good. But she does say bros before hoes. So Joey's like, if it like, or Audrey's like, okay, if it comes up. I don't know why I would, yeah. but if it comes up, you got to tell Pacey that I slept with 27 people. And like pa- Joey, first of all, Joey says, you've slept with 27 people, but here's the thing. She's she, only a little bit judgy. She's I not know. that judgy. I couldn't believe I, it. I know. I was stunned. I was like, she's like a little bit like, huh. huh. And then also is kind of like, wow, is that the number? Yeah. Like, but like not like super judgmental. I totally agree. And like, I just like I wish she had extended that to Jen. I couldn't agree. All more. I'm saying. All I'm saying. And so Audrey starts spinning. Yeah. And she's she, like, well, I haven't actually slept with 27 people. And Joey's like, it's more. And Audrey's like, no, I just it's not that number. And, you know, like, I just I don't know what to do. And right. Joey's like, you have to tell him the whole truth. Yeah. You can't let him believe a lie. Right. And it's like. Yeah, it's a lot to take in. Again. It's a lot to take in. I'm sorry. But uh we need to back up here because we need Joey to have insight about her experience. Because that's my note. My literal note is like, if you let him believe this lie, can anything that happens between you be as great as it should be? And not for him, for you. And my question in this moment was, is Joey Potter admitting that something about her relationship with Pacey is she admitting something about that relationship? Mm-hmm. Because like, I'm here for that storyline yeah. of like, let me admit to you that I wasn't fully honest with him. Yes. And that is the precip. That is what, what precipitated. Led to downfall. Mm-hmm. Yes, I totally agree. And I just think that if she had been able to say this, yeah, we as the audience would be more on her side on her side Mm -hmm. and also understanding of how quote cool she is with pacey and audrey like fucking in a twin bed next to her you know what i mean like it just like the the way in which they're like she's she's a cool girl she's okay with that it's like no no 
No, 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 absolutely not. Like, absolutely not. Like, she could be like fine with it because she wants Pacey to be okay if he was like dating someone she knew. But like her fucking roommate and like at this point, best friend. Right. You know, like she's like tighter with Audrey than anyone else on the show. Um, It just like you just wish that like we could get some insight from joey about what really happened agreed between her and pacey and in like and a real acknowledgement that like a they existed (laughs) that was a thing Mm -hmm, we lived mm -hmm, through mm -hmm. for one and a half seasons Mm -hmm. and b it meant something to joey yeah in a way in which like it does like even if she were able in this moment to explain it meant something in a different way than her and Dawson mean something. Uh huh. I wouldn't understand it, but I would be like, okay, she's trying. Yeah. The shows we're trying mm-hmm. here, you know? And like, if we, they try, they can build on that so that the whole like storyline of Dawson and Joey, oh my God, soulmates, mm-hmm. we could fucking be there for any second of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. Because Joey's like, you know, you deserve it. You deserve something great. Mm-hmm. And like, kind of like, you know, sends her off into the, yeah. like, okay, go. Yeah. And then Joey gets back to Charlie and he's like, when's this movie going to start? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And then he's like super Dawson's creaky. He's like, <laughs> oh you know, it's I am. Um, so stupid. Yeah. Because he's like, you know, this mystery girl who's out of my league, like she showed up and like is here now. And I really want her to be impressed by this movie and by like my acting in it. And thank God he's like, I'm going to tell you the truth. That girl, she's sitting next to me. <laughs> so at least we don't have to like go into this stupid yeah, ass Yeah, it doesn't last for that for long. Right, 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 right. It's right. fucking dumb. Right. Because he's like, you know, basically he's like, she's like, you're not smooth. Like, you think you're smooth, but what everything you're thinking and feeling is written all over your face. And he's like, okay, like, what, what, what is that? What am I that? thinking right now? Mm-hmm. What's on my face right now? And you're just like, oh, my God. Can we get out of here? No. You know what we have to do? She says, I'm terrifying and you like me and you want to take me out on a proper date. And I, I my note here was like, I would give anything for this not to be the storyline. <laughs> just <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> And then Charlie goes, no, that's not what I'm thinking. You know what he's thinking, Aaron? I wrote down, I don't care. I want to take you into the bathroom and do ungodly things to you. That's what he tells Joey. And she's not impressed. (laughs) He's ruined that move. It's so fucking stupid because like for the show. Yeah. Okay, fine. Let's imagine. Let's believe the truth is they had like a. Fifteen a episode moment. Let, let's say they had a fifteen uh-huh. episode contract, which had Michael Murray, uh-huh. and they like blew up his relationship with Jen. Sure, and they didn't know what to do because they still had to fulfill their contract. Ten more episodes or whatever. <laughs> couldn't they just get him back with Jen? Or couldn't he be like kind of the villain? Like he keeps like just hovering around these people, around and they're like, Jen, Bye. Jen and Dawson break up, and what if he pops back in and was like. I made a mistake, yeah. like you're amazing, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, yeah. like whatever. And then we see the Jen's journey of wanting, quote, passion, because she had passion with him. Sure. Like under which we're supposed to think 
passion means to Jen, like in terms boning. of the show, like <laughs> yeah. yeah, means hot boning, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so like then and then have Jen be conflicted of like I thought passion meant fucking all the time, but really I want to feel safe and like intellectually stimulated mm. and like other type. You know, like she redefines what passion means. <laughs> totally. Why exactly are we supposed to believe is this- Joey involved? Yes. Why is Joey involved? Yes. That's the question. Oh my god. I don't have an answer for you. Oh my god. Because I know. like they don't redeem him for, you know, Jen. And then they don't we, redeem him for Joey that's either. That's what I mean. Is that's what I'm gonna say. Is that Sorry. then we have him with Joey? <laughs> Sorry, I just got mad. And, and I there's had to like yell it. no redemption either. Right. He's and like, then even in these moments, he's like, and I wanna fuck you. <laughs> and it's like, fine, you do you, bro. You do you. Well, like, and I want to, I, I I do want Joey to be okay with someone saying that to her. But like this guy's a creep. So like taking all of those like desires I have for Joey, sh- run, 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 run. This guy sucks. Well, because it's like when you compare it to the way Pacey told her, like, I would really like to fuck you. Mm-hmm. Like it's night and day. Yeah. Right. Like Pacey was like. I love you and I'll wait. But also like at a certain point, like you're the reason we're waiting. Yeah. And like, it's not that I'm not okay with that, but like I'm ready. Yeah. And there, there's a way to do it and that's the way to do it. And to be like, listen, and you want, I'm in love with you. And I'd like to like do this thing. That's like very intimate with you. Or I want Joey to just have her slutty moment. Like Jen and Audrey are having, you know, like, I mean, I would love it if we could get Joey to be like, no, I just like really want to fuck this dude. Yeah. Like I want Joey to have that, that is a thing that if happens. She wants it. But I also just want her to, I just personally want her to have that <laughs> because like, I mean, girl, same. You know? I'm like, girl, like, okay. okay. So like, I wish she could just be like, dude, you're a fuck boy. I want to get it in. Jen loved fucking you. I'm down. Instead of having it to be like this a, weird a thing. thing. Totally. What if he was like, I want to take you into the bathroom and do ungodly things to you. And then they like went into the bathroom and did ungodly things. Or she was like, that's ungodly things. You're so boring. Girl. <laughs> I mean, listen. Like, come on. <laughs> but I'll, I mean, I'm with you. You know, whatever it is. Okay. So she bounces, like, whatever. She gets out of there. Good for her. So then Pacey, Jack and Pacey catch up in the lobby. <laughs> I love their friendship. Love it. And like, again, and I Pacey's just. Pacey's downing energy drinks. <laughs> yeah. And like, okay, I just want to say like, yeah. because we have to get Charlie uh-huh. and Amy, like, don't care. Yeah. Oliver, don't care. We get Jack for like three seconds. Two seconds. In this I episode. I know. You know what I mean? Like, this is. I do know what The you exchange mean. for Charlie. No. Is less not Jack. Not it. The exchange for Oliver, this stupid storyline with Oliver that we're going to get, less Jack. I know. No, thank you. Because Pacey's downing energy drinks and is like, this movie's going to be really long. I like, I got to, I got to like load up. And also I got to pee. Every time Audrey and Charlie got to fucking make out on screen. Totally. You know? And Jack's kind of like, man, you feel like 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 into into her. her. Yeah. You got it bad for her. And Pacey's like, "Uh uh-huh. She's not like any other girl I've met before. Mm-hmm. True. And he's like, she doesn't care what people think. And I dig that. And then he just like starts listing all the things that he, he really likes, likes about, about Audrey. Yeah. 
And he's like, she's smart. She's funny. She always says the thing you don't expect. She's constantly surprising him. And Jack just has this smile on his face. Like, Uh, (laughs) and Pacey's like, and she's standing right behind me, huh? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And like, he turns around and Audrey's like, I just want you to know that it's 57, not 27. (laughs) And Pacey does a spit take. Spits all over Jack. So funny. And then Audrey leaves. I mean, it is funny. Yeah. It is like truly funny. And like, because, you know, Jack is like the comedy relief. Like he's Uh on screen. Very minuscule this episode, but they're so funny. He's holding Jen as she almost passes out because <laughs> she sees Graham's making out with her boyfriend. Uh-huh. And then he's like there with Pacey. And you just kind of wish that we had gotten instead of Oliver, instead of Charlie, where Pacey's kind of, or sorry, Jack's kind of like catching up with Dawson. Like, so you're living with your ex-girlfriend, huh? You know, or like. We- or like we got any kind of story wrap up on the frap frat too <laughs> yeah we had to sit through so many fucking episodes and of we that. couldn't get like jen and and um yeah and him being like oh like let's debrief about what happened yes mm-hmm. absolutely you know so like i don't know it's weird because jack's so underutilized and, and like to be honest like he is a breath of fresh air I and agree. he's such a good character i agree even as being a friend to all of them even like a couple of episodes ago when he took pacey to the gay bar yeah i was like this is a fucking delight to watch like you know jack is truly a friend to all of them even audrey like they go to totally. that gay bar like off screen but we know that it happened so he is like there's no like weird backstory of soulmate totally or whatever and like you know he is a good person to have as a foil and to like kind of decompress about what's going on totally um instead we have to get like so many white dudes speaking of mm-hmm Oliver, we go to this for Oliver some reason. And Jen, so, we don't know why they're in in a back in a room, room together. together. Does not make sense. And Oliver, Jen's like, you're acting weird, and he's like, I, you know, basically starts to give this like terrible speech about how he's nervous, and mm-hmm. Jen's just like, oh, oh gosh, yikes. And he's Yikes. like, and he basically admits that he likes her and like, you know, can we go out sometime or something? And she's just like, um, no, like, there's, I'm just going to put the kibosh on this. Like, not no, going to happen. There's no possibility of anything between us. And he's just like, I don't, I don't want to say anything. And she's like, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. He says that he's not like, he's like, I'm not sick or socially adept. Slick, I'm sorry, or socially adept. And I'm not the kind of guy that women look at and say, wow, check him out. But I'm going to blow your mind in a million different ways that you ever imagined. And Jen's just like, um, okay. Uh, not really interested in that. And like, I agree with her. Yeah. And like, this is the thing, right? Is that like, I wish this show centered Jen, like at any goddamn point. Or else. <laughs> because like, my thing is like, there's this part of me that was like, feeling really like, like unmoored in this like moment because Mm -hmm. there was this part of me that felt like is the show trying to make me feel for Oliver that he's like he's like give like telling her all this stuff and like kind of spilling his heart out and she's just kind of like yeah I'm not into it because the only person that I'm really with is Jen and I do think the show is wanting to think that because they want to portray this narrative of like Jen when a guy loves her, she's not into it. No matter yeah. when someone's like, he likes you. Fuck mm-hmm. him. 
And she did that all third season with yeah. Henry. Oh, and then God. when she finally is like, maybe I shouldn't be doing that with Drew and, and then, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. recently with Dawson, then we're supposed to be like, oh, she sucks. I don't believe that. Yeah. And it's like, it's hard to know. Like, even in, in this current 2002, were people still hating on Jen? Yeah. Fuck. Because he's like, you know, it'll be different. Like, I know you'll, like, you're going to know that. I'm going like, to blow your mind. <laughs> yeah. And you're nervous about what you might find when you, like, come when you to turn me, around. Basically. Like, because he's saying this as she's, like, literally walking away. And she's like, you know, with all due respect, like, you're wrong. And I'm going to turn around and prove it. And then she turns around and he's gone. And I was like, I hate this. What is Can this? we spare Jen? Why can't she be talking to Jack? 100%. Oh, my God. But then, speaking of what you just said, she walks down the stairs. We, like, go to a commercial and come back. And she's walking down the stairs. And she runs smack into Joey. Okay. So this, per... Uh, Wikipedia is when Joey talks to Jen about her feelings about Charlie. Mm. Um, I'm sorry, Wikipedia writer, we know you listen to the show. <laughs> that is not true. They do not talk about Charlie. They don't. And you're being too generous to Joey. Agreed. I'm, I'm just saying that. I agree with that. As someone who is pretty generous to Joey, I agree with what you're saying right now. Um, because... Jen, she's like you know well, it's super weird so yeah, they Joey's both see like, each other and they're like where's dawson because yeah, they don't like, know is where this he is gonna start like gonna what happen? the fuck is happening and then they awkwardly are like jen joey lindley potter yeah Je- joey's like because they're not friends because <laughs> and joey's like i gotta get joey hasn't invested in their friendship since like they start since Joey or sorry, since Jen and Dawson were dating, we haven't really uh-huh. seen them. And even when they, the la- even in that episode, when it's revealed, they have a one on one scene and it's like pretty Awkward. stressful. Yeah. Yeah. But Joey's like, I need air. I'm going to go outside. And Jen's like, I'm going to come with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so they- fleeing a sketchy film nerd, <laughs> not the one that is in between us. Different one. <laughs> <laughs> turns out different one yeah. and, and like she's like you know joey's like is, would it be awkward if i asked you a question having to do with boys and jen's like probably but do you really is that care? gonna stop you yeah. <laughs> joey's like nope and jen's like great and i kind of there's this part of me that kind of loves it right there's like this part of me that's like okay acknowledge that like it's weird between you two i mean it feels lived in and like yeah you know authentic to their relationship but it's like it's like it's hard because it's not a real friendship i agree with you and like because the show and you know media at the time and are like oh joey 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 road scholar oh my god she's not an actual road scholar but (laughs) no but like they've said that about her on the show she could be okay she's not um you know who's a road scholar mayor pete mayor pete rachel maddow (laughs) bill clinton the two gay ones (laughs) those are the two gay ones Not Bill Clinton. He's not gay. Um, that we know of. Um, 
but God, I uh, would pay to know that. <laughs> you know, and then we see this like really horrific relationship between, you know, Jen and Joey. Like totally. I just mean like the way the show's like, oh Joey, she's like a feminist goddess and like mm-hmm. whatever. And like we just like never see them be friends. I agree because at- even in this this conversation, mm-hmm. like the first time we're seeing the two of them share screen time together alone on screen in eight episodes. Yeah, since Appetite for Destruction. So yeah, eight, um, eight episodes. Yeah, it's gonna be truly bizarre. Because Joey's like, have you ever had the experience of meeting a guy who was really hot, and and Jen's like super charming, <laughs> and Joey's like, yes. And she's like, you know, you almost get hypnotized by this charm. And when you dig down, you find out he's a total loser. And Jen's like, totally, girl. I am familiar with this experience. Every guy I've ever dated, with the exception of... Joey's like, Dawson. And Jen's like, yeah. And so here's my question. Didn't Jen and PCD? Mm. Oh, we're calling that dating? <laughs> I mean, for the show, yes, because like, okay, so wait, wait, wait. Okay, uh-huh. I mean, good point. Uh-huh. Good point. Not my point. Okay, my point is that is Joey. If Joey is implying that she's the same as Jen, mm-hmm. we're the only guy that she's had this experience with that like is not this charming guy is not a piece of shit. Mm. That means that Pacey is in that category. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm throwing this computer across the room. If that's the thing she's fucking implying. Like, I think that it is. I'm not going to actually throw my computer across the room. It's very expensive. (laughs) That's the thing. It's like the show is like, they didn't, they were, I don't know. Like they, I don't know what this show is trying to tell me. Yeah. They act like that relationship was a total sham and a, and a, it was, um, and like, to be honest, like Joey made a mistake choosing Pacey. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I just don't agree with it. So like, it's hard for me to say that. I mean, it's again, like the same with Mitch and the ice cream. We all saw with our own two eyes what happened. (laughs) And then somehow we're supposed to believe the Cape side PD report. Mm. we all saw with our own two eyes what happened and somehow we're supposed to believe season five writers yeah you know yeah totally because then jen (laughs) just shifts this narrative thank god thank god get out of there joey is gonna like talk joey's gonna joey and about weird Mm -hmm. dawson's creek speak hyperbole weird ass shit and we don't even even know what's happening like you know because this isn't like okay i just want to point out okay that Jen wanted to talk to Joey. The last time they were on screen together mm-hmm. was about, I know this is weird. Dawson has always become come, come between, between us. us. Uh-huh. Can we talk about this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We also saw Audrey be like, I made out with Pacey. Oh my God, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. And Joey being like, and fine she, by me. Exactly. Yeah. And in this moment, we see Joey being like, do you ever have one of those guys, you know, that like, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. And then we're supposed to think this is her talking to Jen about fucking her ex, Jen's ex-boyfriend. Yep. 
It's it's bullshit. <laughs> I'm it's with you. I'm with bullshit. you. I'm with you. It's bullshit. I'm yeah. with you. And you know, like again, it's like Joey's like Joey, Joey, Joey. Oh well, my God. I mean, I guess my thing is like, why doesn't Joey get to do fucked up shit? The thing she's doing is fucked up. Fucked up. That doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. No, I mean, listen, we've all done fucked up shit. Totally, but but yeah. like my thing is like, here's the thing, right? Like. Just like it was how many how many people do we know Mm -hmm. that have like fucked someone that someone else dated? Totally. Seriously. Yeah. Okay. Like it happened. It's not that this doesn't happen. Totally. A hundred percent. It does. Totally. My thing is like the fact that we're not acknowledging that that is what's happening. Yeah. That's the problem. I totally agree with you. Because like, listen, we've been, Aaron and I have been friends for a long goddamn time. we were in college. We know what it's like to have to listen to multiple people talk about fucking this one dude. The same dude. That dick isn't worth it. That's not very good. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, I can't even. I don't care how good it is. It's not worth it. I won't even reveal how much I had to hear about like. People's dicks. Yeah. uh, From different people. From different people. And then, like, then the girls talking about, like, the other, you know, like, oh, I, I can't believe she's dating, whatever. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Really? Okay. We were living this at the time. Mm-hmm. And it still feels absolutely nuts that, like, this is what storyline we get. Or the way that it's, like, yes. discussed. That's what I'm saying. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, that... that, that Joe, it's hard because like the show used to be so meta and so like abstract mm-hmm. and whatever. And like Joey's the only one who's still in that show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And in that way, maybe that's why she's the protagonist now. But and at the same else time, is, like, I'm in like, a like, totally different universe. Yeah, what is happening? What is going on? Because Jen goes to Joey and she's like, I got to get something off my chest. Yeah. And she goes, my Grams is dating a six-year-old African-American man named Clifton Smalls. <laughs> Which was like a LOL. <laughs> I fucking spat. I Which was is, like, what? It, it was like such a 2000 mm. PC culture. My mom will still say that. And I'm like, but you talk, you were just talking about a woman from Eritrea. Right. And she's she, like African American. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, like, she's not American. <laughs> or, yeah. 100%. So, meh. so Joey's like, I mean, that seems like a good thing, right? Like, not bad. <laughs> like, and Jen's like, no, 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 it's great. But, like, she says, you know, uh, the thing that I think is great is that no matter how many good-looking boys disappoint us now, Mm -hmm. or how much the universe is going to begin and end with one of these moronic losers Mm -hmm. that we're dealing with, someday, when all this crap is over, there might be our very own Clifton Smalls waiting for us. And, and like, awesome. And Jen's like, or Joey's like, but that's a long time from now. It's such, like, a little snippet of the show yeah where jen is just thinking big picture total positive Uh future thinking of like you know what is so cool is that like someday like no matter what goes on whatever your life goes there's always other dick around and then joey's like "Eh, that's too long and it's like that isn't even what jen was saying Uh because gramps was like you know, as we've been told, we never saw it, but was like totally in love with her husband for 40 years, mm-hmm. you know? 
and like has all these amazing stories and then Thomas Culpepper or whatever, you know? So like we, it's not like a, it wasn't like the same that Joey's like centering herself of like, right. oh yeah, there was these shitty toxic dynamics right. and then she got to Clifton. It's like, that's not really what Jen's saying. I agree with you that that's not what Jen's saying. Here's my note. Hmm. We're just not going to mention that Grams used to be super racist and is now dating a black man. Like, we're just not going to have any conversation about that at all. Just not going to acknowledge it. Like, the (laughs) only thing is that, like, us who have watched since season one are like, this is a growth moment. Hmm. But the show itself is not going to mention it. Hmm. I mean, we've seen her growing since season one. I agree with you that we're se- uh-huh. we've seen her growing since season one. And I agree with you that like as two people who have watched the show since season one, the fact that a black man shows up at the door and then kisses her is like, yeah. whoa. But my thing is like the show's not going to acknowledge that at all. Like uh, we're just going to have this moment. E- either you know or you don't know. Uh-huh. And we're not going to like discuss it at all. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I, you're right. I didn't even think about that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought I thought a lot about it. I uh-huh. was like, okay, yeah, we're just not going to, like, we're just going to be like, if you know, you know. Right. Instead <laughs> of having to be, like, be like, that's it. Yeah. When I first remember how she used to just talk shit on Bodie. Where is he? <laughs> but mean, like, come back to us, Bodie. Um, we love you. Yeah. Look at her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. And that's my thing is like, mm-hmm. is like, I do think like, and I hope and I wish that if this show was made right here in 2021, that like you would acknowledge it, that you would have a moment where you said like, hey, like, how cool person- is that? Like, you know, like, and also look at that like, growth journey, but also like how fucked up did she used to be, you know, and like everything. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, then we immediately cut to Dawson and Amy, where she tells him to she's like, convince me to watch this movie. Yeah, they're like at. The bar. The coffee shop. It looks like a bar. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I hear you, but it's a coffee shop. And yeah, she's like, tell me about this movie. And he starts. And he just does a terrible job of explaining this movie. Yeah. He's like, kind of just like, he's like, well, it's not done yet. And she's like, well, what's it about? And he like goes (laughs) to go into the plot. And she's like, "No, No, 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 no. What is it about? Right. As a person who works with authors and with books i want to say that this is like very realistic that like people who create art sometimes don't know what the fuck to say about their art well i mean obviously highlights the difference between critics and creators Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. someone's like trying to imagine what (laughs) the point is i hear you and a creator is just like I created it. Yeah. I made a thing. <laughs> Watch it and say what you feel. And, and you know, he's like, I don't know how so to answer this. So he's going to tell... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's going to tell her about his life-changing year. Which, like, okay, so... Which is so boring, I kind of can't even stand it. Yeah. Really? Because I feel like this is the first time we're on episode 18 mm. when we hear why he dropped out of school. That's interesting. I was bored to tears. So you tell me how because you felt about he it. says like I dropped out of USC for, for a girl, mm-hmm. and 
it's confirmed now that that's what he thinks hap- he thinks happened. Yeah. Which like is why it's so it was so frustrating to me when Joey's like I didn't ask him to or when she kind of like tried to deflect about that. Mm-hmm. And like like I don't think she's responsible for his actions. Sure. However, as someone who oscillates between soulmate, best friend, like whatever she's in, mm-hmm. like she- that is what he says he did. <laughs> Therefore, she has some like agency in that. Yeah, ownership. Right, right, right. You know, like what I'm I trying mean? to think of the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he is saying he dropped out of film school. He says I dropped out of film school for a girl. So he did it for her. Mm-hmm. And like fine it's his life it's their life whatever Mm -hmm. but for her to act like that isn't what happened when those are his words and for her to be like i didn't ask him to i didn't do this or i didn't do that it's like well but that is what's happening here and like you can't like this is my problem with ollie with joey's she does it in this episode. Mm. She tries to use these two different terms, soulmate and best friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then in and in 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 those terms, think that the rules are different. Yeah. You know? And like I just like I just think that like again, he can do what he wants, but if he's like, I'm gonna drop out to be with you, you as a person have to say, don't do that. <laughs> or like I'm not available to be with you or like whatever. If that's what she was going to like say to Pacey is what happened. I didn't ask him to do that. That's not like really what went down. Like, you know, like as a best friend, you can't do that. I hear you. I don't think you're wrong. My only question is, Mm. did he tell ever tell her any of this? Because that's the thing that I feel like I'm a little bit confused on is Mm -hmm. like, if she doesn't know that that's the reason he left, Mm -hmm. if he didn't say like, I left to be with you. I left to do this thing with you. Then where the fuck is she supposed to? Know? Why? How is she supposed she to? She does know that okay. because her words are very selective. Of I didn't tell him to do that. I didn't ask him to do that. Okay. Not like that's not what happened because Pacey's like, why did he drop out of film school when you know at the funeral? Oh right, right, right. And she looks at him like she's like, and she's like, she looks at him like, for like the, yeah, the implication yeah, yeah. is for me, right. Which is very like okay, okay, okay. She's the one who didn't say it. Yeah. But then her response is, "I didn't, I didn't ask him to." And it's like no one's talking about what you asked, <laughs> yeah, but it's no one's we're talking, talking about, about you, girl. We're talking yeah. about what happened. Yeah, yeah You yeah. know, and like so in this moment, we finally get clarity on episodes one through six. <laughs> and Dawson it's episode eighteen. I yeah. Just like remind everyone, Dawson dropped out of USC for Joey. For Joey, and like. It's hard to then, like, as you're reimagining, you know, and, like, that's what we thought happened, or that's what I thought happened, and that's, you know, what we're, like, maybe led to believe, but now that we get this confirmation, Mm -hmm. and then when you're cycling through everything that happened, to then be, like, and Joey's his soul, like, Joey's his soulmate, Joey's his best friend, like, what? Yeah, it's hard. You know, because then she, like, acts like that isn't what happened, you know, or, like, or that she doesn't, she isn't like she doesn't think that being a best friend or a, or or um a soulmate means that like it's a partnership <laughs> or that like you 
also then participate in those actions. (laughs) You know what I mean? And like, I don't know, it's hard to sit with that kind of stuff about her. I agree. I agree. Because, you know, Dawson says like, you know, basically he left USC for For this girl who he's loved in one way or another for most of my life. And then my dad died and that rocked my universe. And I jumped into this intense relationship with another girl, though I will note he fails to mention that he has loved her in one way or another for For at least four years. Yeah. And he's, he tells um, Meredith Salinger, like, we just broke up and the movie has nothing to do with any of that, but it also has everything to do with all of that. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, you know. And she's just like, damn, that's the movie I want to see. Like, the and my of- question is, seriously? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not a movie I want to see. Who is this woman? I, I <laughs> like, How agreed. old is she? Um, and, you know, like, she's just like, you, like, that spot you were in your life. Like, I... I want to see that, you know? And And she's like, you know, that's so much more passionate than, than any of the thing that's out in theater, any of the stuff that's out in theaters. And then she says, plus you're an, you're a fan, which, um, you know, satisfies my enormous ego, which I kind of laughed at. And then she like looks over and she's like, Oh shit, my ex is right there. Can you kiss me? How old is she? I mean, at least in her thirties. She's got to be right. Like, like he's I, like, 18, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's at least 10 years older than him. Ah, <laughs> stop it. Ah. I mean, I just like, it's so unbelievable to me. Like Dawson has zero passion about like any of this. Like he's just like kind of telling her the facts. Like that's what it feels like to me. It's like just the facts, ma'am. I'm just going to tell you these things about me. And then like, she's just like, you know, he doesn't know what his movie is about at all. That to me rings untrue. And then like this kiss, like I'm just like, Oh my God. And then he like, he does it. It's hard because like this is the kind of story we're going to get about his feelings about the end of his relationship with Jen. Right. We're going to get about, you know, a lot of things that have happened up until this point. And it's like with a total stranger, which is frustrating. And yeah. then that they're like, I, this is the way I felt about Professor Wilder. There doesn't have to be sex on the table to get this growth moment. I agree with you. Like, why do they like? Why is this kiss involved? Yeah, and like, cause she because he kiss like, he kisses her, and then she's like, "Did he see?" And- because it's like it is interesting to have him like open up to a total stranger. Totally. Because like we don't see that from Dawson, yeah. and like you know we don't well, see we don't that see from, him open up that much at all. We don't see any of our characters really open up, which is why like we frust or yeah why, why we, we have a podcast, you know, like oh. My my god but like this is such an interesting telling of where dawson's at and what mm-hmm. he think has happened in the last six months you know yeah, totally and and as a viewer you're like great okay i'm glad that yeah. we got this check-in with dawson yeah 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 but then to have this kiss moment it just like it doesn't matter why like i just think it's so frustrating and like just speaks broader to the problems in hollywood where like Sex is always on the table. Well, and it's like, why like, does why did Harvey Weinstein exist? Because everyone 
in that world thinks sex is always on the table Mm -hmm. instead of just being in a situation where you can talk about these things and like there is no like i'm gonna kiss you i'm gonna fuck you i'm gonna whatever right this is a film critic that came to review his movie why can't he just have a conversation with her about film yeah like why can't there be you know a world in which professionalism exists yeah I agree. Because, you know, basically she's like, oh, that wasn't my boyfriend. Yeah, she's like, sorry. She's like, did he see us? And Dawson's like, I don't know who he is, right. <laughs> which made me laugh. <laughs> and then she's like, looks over like her shoulder coyly and she's like, oh, not even him. Not even him. He just has that same jacket. And it's just like, what the fuck is this what story? What? Why? Why? Yeah, totally. Why? Totally. Because then we go to the lobby where Pacey and Audrey like Audrey's pa- sitting like, on a bench Pacey finds her yeah, yeah. And, he, and he's like you know she's like I've been thinking or he says I've been thinking and she's she, like she tries to, to butt him. in and yeah. he's like no 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 I'm just gonna say what I need to say to you yeah and he says I know you've slept with other men and like it's all good yeah he's like <laughs> he says I, I know, I know you, you, didn't you didn't enjoy, enjoy it, it which yeah. is so like funny yeah it is funny. and like a funny way in which he like is like this is how I'm reconciling it so you're gonna like I yeah, want yeah, you yeah. to don't know. tell me any different I want yeah, you yeah, to yeah. know like and how she I'm kind of like jokes along with him she's like oh yeah of course I did yeah yeah totally and he's just like look I have fears and insecurities and like but to be honest like they're mine and that's my fault problem to deal with i was just like are we like oh you're just gonna make me fall in love with I all know. oh my god i mean that is it like oh. that is it girl like that's the thing you say i know oh my i might have insecurities but they're mine they don't have anything to do with you yeah and he says like the only thing that matters is this and he says it in that gruff whispery pacey voice that like just does things to yeah me. and he's like i have totally and completely fallen for you oh my god yeah and they kiss and then she like pulls away and she's like it's only five and like he rightfully doesn't believe her because mm-hmm. she's like kind of like he's to like joey's has told me things and yeah like, and she's lied to him twice yeah you know? so like he's kind of like look no that wasn't like, it's okay that like, wasn't me trying to yeah. get like the quote real number for you and she like she's like no look I'm kind of gonna be like a makeup slut. Sure. But like that's just because I'm trying to like know who the right one is. Yeah, he's she's like, you have to kiss a lot of boys to know who the right one is. Yeah. And he's like, Were you testing me? And she's like, Yeah, I have fears and insecurities too. Yeah. And like, I don't know, it's such like an authentic 18-year-old moment. Uh, I agree with you hundred percent. Cause there's this like the 38-year-old part of me is like, oof. <laughs> are you testing each other yeah, that's yeah, fucked yeah. and then there's this part of me and then there's this part of me who was 18 at one point who's yeah. like i get that totally i totally get it yeah and pacey's like did i pass and you're like as a 38 year old i'm like yes girl you <laughs> pass with flying oh colors oh my god i mean like it's it's like hard to like have to it's hard to not like them i have to say totally agree and then just to watch like these moments, like the way they write it for Pacey or maybe the way he, they write the it way and he acts, he acts it, it yeah. as well. And then to like have to 
be with Dawson or because we else. go right back. Yeah, we go yeah. right back to Dawson and Amy. Yeah, and they're like walking into the theater, and she's like, and like, what are we supposed to be rooting for about this? Him and Jen broke up last episode, the last episode, and we're supposed to be like glad that he's moving on. I mean, I'm not like that's so fucked up. Also, because she like, and has- especially since we had to listen to Dawson be such a fucking prude and judgmental asshole towards any kind of like sexuality for the past five fucking seasons (laughs) to then have to watch like this like you know yeah i honestly like i think him and jen were like enough of a tear to think this is fucked up like it's not like a like one-off he like they fucked at the hotel new hampshire and then they were like and like they've known each other for so long there would be no way i'd be comfortable with this kind of behavior towards someone you've known for that long that you dated for like he's dated her longer than anyone else absolutely he's like dated so like maybe gretchen no i don't even know it's probably about the same Yeah. yeah so like to have him then just like not that we're ever going to mention Gretchen again that totally to have him then just like next episode yeah be like no I'm with you moving on it's it's a it's a tough pill to swallow especially following that scene of PC being like amazing the person everyone wants <laughs> but also like so you're you're complaining about Dawson and I don't think that you're wrong mm-hmm. but also Amy yeah is how like, old is she <laughs> Great question. But also, she's like, I didn't even like my boyfriend. He was dumb. I can't have a conversation with him. And so my thing is like, what am I supposed to think about Amy? (sighs) I mean, truly, like, like she's a person who doesn't want to be alone. Mm -hmm. So she... And there's a part of me that's like, I get that. And I know those people. And like, not, I'm not, I'm not trying to pass judgment on that but like i mean like i wish i didn't feel this way but like i don't feel like she has any professional integrity i agree with you you know and i like i feel complicated feeling that way mm-hmm. but she's about to review that like if she was like i'm not going to review your movie then she can do whatever she we wants just kissed, yeah but she's about to review this film where she's like you know kind of like what we're supposed to think is she's pursuing Dawson yeah because like so here's the thing right she she says like Dawson's like you know basically yeah you might not have had any like you might not have liked this guy that you were dating but there's a lot to be said about comfort and safety and having someone to come like someone around when you come home yeah and like talk to talk to and to touch and which is what him and jen had right and but my thing is like as a person who's lived alone for quite some time like over a decade Mm -hmm. with the exception of a year and a half where i lived with jen during quarantine Mm -hmm. like it's okay you can i promise you that like that's an okay thing and like he's like like i just can't tell in that moment if we're supposed to be like oh she's 23 right Totally. Even still, he's 18. I mean, I hear you. I think she's like 32. Anyway, so Dawson's like, you know, this movie held my life together when I needed it. And it forced me to be brave and strong. Mm -hmm. And 
Amy says this thing that I actually kind of like where she's like, it's not the movie you think is incomplete. It's you. Yeah. And she's like, and you're not complete. So like, this is totally valid and you should be feeling this way. And she's like, and you'll never be complete. Uh Uh-huh. You just got to keep making those movies. You got to keep doing it. uh And so this is the weird thing is that like, it's the same as Professor Wilder where it's like kind of this mentor role, this like older person, Mm -hmm. like giving advice mm-hmm. which are so valuable to your life like you 100%. know but then the show insists on adding this like sexual element uh-huh. and i just like i in my experience have had mentors sure that i didn't fuck or that i didn't <laughs> yeah, even think sure, about sure, it sure, you know sure, what sure. i mean and like uh-huh. i just so like maybe that's just anecdotal but those I too have had mentors that I didn't fuck that experience yeah. exists uh-huh. <laughs> so the show insists on having two thus far mentors that are like super sexualized, like, sexualized you know yeah. to and be it, fair they haven't fucked so sure but so. there's like this undercurrent yeah. that is so bizarre I agree with you but like also you know my thing is like this advice about like you're not complete and you might never be, but you keep making movies. There's this part of me that's like, I think that's great advice as a person. I think that's great advice as a filmmaker. Also, I think it's great advice to the Dawson's Creek writer's room (sighs) to be like, Hey, these people aren't complete. It's okay if they make mistakes. Mm -hmm. So like, why are you selling me that there's like two people on this cast that like never make mistakes? Right. Or that are complete when they're together. (laughs) And she's like, let's go do this. Let's go do this. And if it sucks, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell you over this, over coffee. And like, maybe I'll let you make out with me again and just hate it so much. Oh my God. But he does say his movie is Roadhouse. Okay. Wild card. I have, I have a few things to say about that. Wild card. Total wild card. That is a great movie. We've known Dawson for four and a half seasons now. Mm. We didn't know this about him. Right. Because she said the original part of this um, question. assignment yeah. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was like of the past few years. So Roadhouse came out in 1989. Yeah. So it's not the past few years. Yeah, yeah. This is 2002. Yeah. It's over 10 years. Roadhouse is a fucking phenomenal yeah, nothing movie. Wrong Don't with get it, me wrong. Like- Don't get me wrong. Love Roadhouse. But not super recent. So what's his actual answer? That's my question. And also like Roadhouse, like for what we know of Dawson, doesn't yeah. feel like his real answer. Yeah. Cause he says like, I watch Spielberg it all the time. Person. Like I watch it anytime it's on TV. Like, I own the VHS. Yeah. Like, I mean, whatever. Fine. Maybe we don't Fine. know everything. And about he's Dawson, like, you know, Patrick like- Swayze beating people up. And I'm like, yeah, girl, I hear you. Yeah. So, that's weird. They're weird. Well, so they walk into the auditorium to screen this movie and somehow people are still there even though how many how long has it been? I don't care. Same. <laughs> anyway, and Oliver's like, "Oh, she came back. How did you get her to come back?" And Dawson's like, "I made out with her." Yeah, and you want to know like, what my note is? God, this is boring. Oh my god. I'm so bored. Like Oliver as a character, like I enjoy, but as like a character that we have to see mm. longer than like say Blossom. <laughs> Hate. Hate. Blossom was the frat guy. Yes. Not my Mbialik. Yes. It yeah. just like. Just to clarify. He's a fine like side like 
F character, mm. you know, like I can see him for, for like two seconds, a few seconds yeah, and like, fine. and also for part of Dawson's journey of being in film school. Like I want him to, yeah, meet, you got to deal with Oliver and you want him school. to like meet someone like him and yeah, analogous yeah, yeah. to him. Like, so I like that, but like to have this be any longer than it needs to be is very frustrating. Yeah, totally. Um, so Joey is sitting by herself <laughs> uh-huh. and she's watching Grams be happy with which, Clifton. Yeah, yeah. Which like, you know, is sweet. But then I remember she still calls Grams Mrs. Ryan uh-huh. and you're like, they're not that connected. And yeah. to your point, like also that must feel so complicated. Yeah. She was super mean to her sister, or her brother-in-law, her nephew, nephew. Mm-hmm. her totally and charlie comes up then and he's like you know i need a favor and she says who's asking the slightly vulnerable boy i sat down with or the sleazeball i walked away from and i feel like this is a fair way to put it this is the joey potter we like you know that's the one we like yeah 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 Yeah, like the you know like on the one hand this is such an 18 year old way to put things of like you're who you are you are not multifaceted. You cannot be two people at once, you yeah. know, because mm-hmm. he is both. Totally. Like, you know, he is a sleaze ball, even if he is that other person that she like maybe likes or whatever. But like, it is an interesting way to frame it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and he kind of like basically asks her the same thing of like, well, it depends on who's asking. Yeah. Like this, you know person who thinks the truth is the best way to go or Mm. a total liar you know because she's super confusing too she because i get it yeah we have like the whole of this season we haven't walked away from any scene with josephine potter being like got it know exactly what's happening in that head of hers we got it oh man she's such a communicator love it (laughs) you know the way we can walk away from pacey being like i got it yeah you how could you just say the most perfect thing you know know. um everything with joey you're like what are you talking about yeah huh yeah so like it's super confusing and i'm like i'm just gonna give charlie a point for pointing that out I, I mean, I agree with you. And she's like, you know, I want to. He says, like, he's like, look, I do want to ask you out. Like, I do like you, but like, you make me nervous. Yeah. And he says, you want to, you make me want to be the first guy, the vulnerable one. Uh huh. And like, and this is such like an 18 year old journey <laughs> that you have to go on of like, like, I want to change for you. Yeah. <laughs> and you like, yeah. as, as you grow, learn that like, that's not yeah. Uh, no, thank away you. From this. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah, cool. you've been a dick more than once. Bye. Yeah. Or like, Never yes, everyone to wants again. to change and be better people, but like, yeah, you kind of suck. Like, you know, we're still like who we are. So whatever. And like, you could say the same for Joey. Like, sure, she acts like the truth is the way to go, and we know her to be a liar. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyways, like you know, and and so yeah. like. You know, he's like, she, you make me nervous. And she smiles at that, which is like, again, young woman, such a journey. That is not a compliment. (laughs) Like, you know, you don't want, you don't want that. You just like, I'm just telling you 
mentor not trying to fuck you you don't want that Um, (laughs) yeah as an old as an elder yeah (laughs) we want you to know yeah yeah like okay don't fuck that and he's just like i want to sit next to you and try to be the guy that made you like me Uh (laughs) uh-huh i just hate this and it's like i hate it i hate it and because like i'm 38 i'm just like no girl this is gonna implode no no he's like i want to be who you want me to be so i can fuck you that's what he's saying Uh, yeah and like you you know joey's only fucked one person and like you know she's like i do want you to be what you want me to be so so i I can can fuck fuck you 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 know instead of just being like you're garbage but i also think you know how to use that d and i'm gonna do it anyway yeah and that's such like a complicated journey and like this is these are the moments when I like have a hard time connecting where it's like everything has to be a relationship. It mm. has to be like this thing or whatever. You can't just fuck someone and like have some nice orgasms and be done. Maybe I'm just more of an Audrey type where it's like, ah, you know, you can just kind of like figure it out. Like you can just fuck people. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know, like, and again, it's interesting. The show allows people from California to be like that. <laughs> Like, I can't tell if that's, like, a thing, you know? And you're two hosts from California. Yeah, like, I just can't really, tell if that's really a thing. That's like, a good thing I, I don't do. know, because, like, we kind of were, like, raised like that, where it's, like, it doesn't, like... Fuck someone. Yeah. You want to fuck someone, fuck someone. And, like, that's okay. And if you yeah. want to be in a relationship, you can be in a relationship, and that's okay, too. But those are, like, mutually exclusive, yeah. potentially, you know? Sure. So it's, like, it's a very bizarre world to be in, because I'm, like, Joey... You just, you've already admitted you think this guy's hot and you want to fuck him. Why are you acting like he needs to? That then needs, just go fuck him and, and, be, and be like, else. that was hot. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't need to be anything you else. You know, totally. like, oh my God. Yeah. So we go then to sit with Grams, Clifton, Jack, and Jack, and like, you know, Jen sits down with them mm-hmm. and Oliver walks by and stares at her and like smiles. Yeah. And then Jen like smiles back at him and he's like, oh shit. And Jack's like, wait, what? And she's like, nothing. It's so weird. I'm just like, who cares? I don't care about this at all. Don't care. Yeah. I don't with care. With you. With you. Anyway, so Dawson. Like, then- we're supposed to be like, oh, she could have passion with Oliver. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Because we're supposed to think she broke up with Dawson because she had no sexual passion. The passion like that she that she had with Charlie. That's what sure. we're supposed to think. And we're looking at Oliver like. Yeah, that guy's not it. No. <laughs> no, no, I refuse. No, because then Dawson gets up to introduce the movie. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, he tells everything. He's like, it's too long. Mix is temp. Music's temp. Like, we don't have a title. But this is a labor of love from everyone in this room who gave their time and energy and talent. And we might be the only people to ever see this. But it's OK because it's a snapshot of who we are at this moment in time. And we kind of like focus on all our kids' faces, like everyone's different yeah. faces. And Dawson's like, roll it. And we fade out on all their faces and the clapping. And like, and this is a part, there's a part of me that's like, it's nice that he gets, says all these nice things about the people who worked on this film. Mm-hmm. And like, that's as far as I can get with caring about any of this because like, you know, the, the, like the producer's names show up on yeah, the screen yeah, yeah. and I'm like, okay. And that's the end of the show. Yeah. But like, I just don't care. There's so much about this episode that I just don't care about the vast majority of it. All I don't care it. about. 
Like because Audrey and Pacey are the only storyline I, I even totally minorly care agree. about. But even that, like, I it's only done because without. the bar is so low, <laughs> right? Like, I just like it's hard to just be like, yeah, Jen and Dawson broke up. No one cares, you know. And like, totally to have like, and then I mean, to be honest, like, I cannot give a fuck about Joey and Charlie. Like, I cannot care because the show is trying to be like, she's going to change him to be a better person. And like, you just like, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. Why can't he change her to just be okay with like having sexual identity? Like, that's part of the journey of Audrey and Pacey that is so compelling to watch. Where like, they're kind of like finding a way to be okay with like being sluts, but then also being in love. Right. That like you can like because like what we've been told on the show about Jen is that like Jen is unworthy of love because she's a slut. Yeah. So we're reimagining that, unfortunately, not through Jen, but through Audrey and Pacey. Right. And for the journey, like, you know, I like Audrey. We just don't know her that well. But I love Pacey because I know him. Right. After right, all right. This time that I like that journey for him. Yeah. I agree. And I'm, I'm here for it. So when you watch it, you're like, OK, there's a lot of weird shit about like Joey not caring about y'all <laughs> but like okay when yeah. i like get when i get past that i'm in it i'm yeah. here for it you know yeah and then all the other stuff i can't give a fuck about oliver care. wanting to fuck jen totally don't care do not care you know like it's it's he's been a creep since day one i don't yes. care it's not and anything it, new and it's fine that like i like him as a friend to dawson but uh, like we don't need to expand his storyline especially since that means at the expense of jack yeah it's this is a this is episode is not good no (laughs) and it's just like we know it's probably going downhill yeah because the best storyline of season five is jen and dawson and that's over and that's over and then we've yeah acknowledged that we're just gonna not really talk about it it. and like just act like that wasn't like a good storyline or a big deal or anything so that is disappointing. Agreed. So, so who are you rooting for? Pacey and Audrey. I know, right? That's it. Yeah. That's all I got. It's hard to like really wrap your head around like does Pacey like what is it that like he is always the one you're rooting for? Yeah. Like is it Joshua Jackson's acting? I mean, I think that's a big part. But like, but it also seems like the writing that the writing yeah like, like gives they him seem stuff. to definitely give him like a little bit more like interesting stuff where like mm-hmm. you just understand it like he's a total like kind of like complicated asshole where like if he were like he does kind of care how many people she's had sex with but then he like says that and, and then explains like, it yeah. and like because he's the most straightforward you know you're kind of there for him like i think jen's straightforward too that she just had like a very small part of this episode which is disappointing seeing how like she just got you know she just ended like a very serious relationship yeah you know last episode and like you know the show insisting on hating her is such like to their the show's detriment i agree you know yeah so it's totally unfortunate yeah um, okay, for our listener corner, this is from Rachel, Boston correspondent Rachel. What's up, Rachel? Um, I promise you I'll get you some great coats. <laughs> 
You talk about how poorly the writers handled the rapist Miss Jacobs storyline. I think I mentioned this before, but I was again reminded that I think you two would find the Hulu show A Teacher very compelling. It's a similar story in that you have a a quote young attractive female teacher and a high school boy though this one is at least older than Pacey was but without giving too much away I would simply state that the writers of this show would agree with your analysis of the problematic way this story is often portrayed as a total positive for the boy children who get to quote fuck their hot teacher I thought a teacher was a nuanced approach and that they jump ahead a bit by the end of the show where there's a long-standing and not ideal consequences for the boy hmm that's fascinating I mean I I definitely think that that's something it's like um Kate Mara I think is in it mm, that you know that definitely makes me want to check it out I mean what I think of is um uh, the novel Tampa by, um, mm. oh God, what's her name? Uh, I'm going to forget. I'm going to blank on the name. But um, she's um, she's fucked up. She's a fucked up writer. <laughs> but I mean that in the best way possible. Uh-huh. Um, and that novel is about a, a female teacher who fucks students. Um, Repeatedly. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, that's like the whole point of the storyline of Professor Wilder is like he just fucks co-eds, right? I mean, I guess. I I mean, there's a part of me that thinks that what we're supposed to think or what the show maybe wants us to think is that he's only ever wanted to fuck Joey. Mm -hmm. It's just unbelievable. I would never believe that. I agree with you. (laughs) Like, and if the show wants you to think that it's like a disservice to like the truth, to reality, to the experience women have. I agree with you. It's so fucked up. (laughs) I agree with you. And I think that like... And I and I it's hard for me to wrap my head around why this show is so intent on making educators so awful constantly. Yeah. And like in a myriad of different ways. And there's a part of me that's like, okay, you know, like I, you know, whatever. I went to public school and private school. I went to both, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and and so I know the spectrum of good and bad teachers. I had Mm -hmm. some fucking great teachers and I had some fucking awful teachers and like. I, I got the spectrum. Right. But my thing is like, and I'm not, I'm not trying to deny that shit like that happens. I think it does. Mm-hmm. But like, just the fact that like, it's, it's incessant on this show. Yeah. I mean, every single educator is a fucking nightmare that we see. Yes. I mean, it's like we saw Joey in public or we saw the kids in public school and now we're seeing Joey in private school. And like, it's just like nonstop, nonstop. like the worst, totally abhorrent yeah. people. And like, You know, there's so many educators in the U.S., so, like, it's hard to, like, draw a consensus. However, having this narrative of they are all terrible is fucked up, you know? Like, and it's, like, anecdotally, the educators I know in my personal life are good people and, like, are compassionate about, like, you know, the students that they teach. So, like, there is a definite disconnect there. I do think this is a pervasive narrative that, like, even, you know, it's like the education level to the pay rate is so terrible that then there's somehow a morality drawn amongst what an educator is. It's like, mm. oh, you have your master's, but you make like whatever. And like you so therefore you're somehow like not a good person. Right. You know, we see like the after effects of that 
narrative in the world we're living in now where like we have a distrust in our educational system and you know we you know we're facing a lot of real (laughs) intense problems that like yeah totally you know we don't necessarily need to get into totally totally but like I don't know it's it's kind of disappointing Um, I agree I agree. And I think that like, I mean, there's, you know, I'm interested to watch a show like that. And there's other shows that have been suggested to us that I want to watch. I feel like my brain can only handle so much newness right now. Yeah. Just like with everything that's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. So like I, uh, there's a part of me that's like, I just want to rewatch the same shows over and over again. Like, (laughs) let me just rewatch Superstore, please. Because Uh, it gives me some. Oh, it's good. I Uh. like it a lot. But, like, it gives me just some solace or, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something like that, mm-hmm. like, where I'm just like, ah, oh, yes, this, I can just sink into it. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm not into having new shows suggested to us because I will get to them eventually, even if I can't. Right. Totally. I know. It, it definitely feels overwhelming how much media exists today. I agree. You know, and, like, I like it, but then I rem- I. I definitely look fondly on the time when it was curated for us, you know. Yeah, there was like five channels. And if you didn't like what's on those five channels, like. Turn the TV off. Yeah, exactly. Like I I definitely miss like turning on TBS and be like, well, we're going to watch True Lies again. Whatever. I mean, girl. You know, so like I I miss that because sometimes it can be like overwhelming, like sifting through like all of the no, TV totally. out there and then that also makes it disappointing when the shows you watch you don't really like have anyone to like talk to about it totally. you know um because of the how much media is out there totally but you know on the other hand it's cool to see like this huge creative output and the storytelling of things you know yeah I, that I, are so much better than the storytelling that we necessarily get on this show yeah you know? because i think rachel pointed out that on riverdale there is a student teacher relationship in the first season as well yeah um so i mean i guess greg berlanti wants to like you know keep that perpetuate narrative that going. narrative god knows why yeah um, which is pretty fucking yeah dark. greg we got some <laughs> things to say to you my friend <laughs> but also please come on this show <laughs> and let us ask you questions and also if you come on this show and let us ask you questions i'm asking you nine million questions about legends of tomorrow and i won't air any of it but i need to know some answers i have some questions oh my god that would be so embarrassing to know if he listened oh my god oh my god okay so for not a girl not yet a woman hashtag keep Brittany free yep this is from Tamara. Mm. Um, for books and movies, they are labeled chiclet and girl power types mm. instead of just books and movies. If the story is about women, it must be trash. Or if the movie has female leads, must be garbage. It's disheartening. We don't label books with male protagonists boy books. Or wow, this film sure has a lot of men in it. It must be only for guys. So here's, I have a lot to say about this. (laughs) Tamara, you've hit on something that I have a real opinion about. Um, And so here's my thing, right? So like I have worked in books for a long time, Mm -hmm. um, over 15 years. And there has been this thing that's happened in books off and on. Jennifer Weiner, um, Mm -hmm. who is a, I guess you could call her a chiclet author, yeah. Whatever. Call her whatever you want. She write Devil Wear Prada? No, that's no. Lauren Weisberger. Okay. Um, Jennifer Weiner. But she wrote books she wrote, that are kind of like that. There's one with a heel on it. 
that in her shoes yeah no 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 it's um i don't know isn't like the trophy wife or something like that anyways whatever that's Gigi levanji grazer Uh but i but you're on the right track you're totally in the right um so jennifer weiner uh likes to write and at a certain point was writing uh, op-eds pretty regularly about how her books never got reviewed in the new york times Mm. and she was comparing herself to jonathan franzen which i was like Girl, compare yourself to, um, what's his name? Nick, uh, oh God, the guy who wrote High Fidelity. Hornby. Nick Hornby, thank you. Um, and my thing is like, Nick Hornby, I think, writes the male equivalent of Chiclet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love a Nick Hornby book, not that I don't like it. I love a Jennifer Weiner book, not that I don't like it. Mm-hmm. No, none of that stuff. I think that, um, and this, I say this as someone who used to have to categorize these books Mm. for a living. My job was to put the, put them in the genre that they belonged in. And so, um, so my thing is like, I, well, sort of twofold, right? Like on the one hand, I think something like a beach read or chiclet, which like some people interpret as bad. I used to be like, why is that bad? Right. Let us just assign that term and it doesn't have to be bad. Mm-hmm. Right. The The idea of a beach read is something that just like I can sit down and read the whole thing. Right. Totally. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. In fact, I would argue that's a good thing. Right. Right. And and similarly with chiclet, this is something that like as a woman I am interested in. Mm-hmm. And so is that why is that inherently bad? That said. Well, as a human, you're interested in. <laughs> totally. But yeah. like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like. I think a lot of people think like Sally Rooney is, is one of the newer writers that's like this, where like a lot of women like to read Sally Rooney Mm -hmm. and she has a lot of the novel, her novels are about like relationships Mm -hmm. and relationships between people and, and sometimes men and women and sometimes friends and all that. Um, She's an Irish writer and one of her books uh, got made into a series on Hulu. Um, But like Sally Rooney is one that people like love to hate. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, like, I don't care whether or not you like Sally Rooney. Right. Read it. Love it. Read it. Hate it. Doesn't matter. Right. I think that it's not that I, th- I think t- I think Tamara is right mm-hmm. that these things happen. Right. That chick lit and, you know, chick flicks and things like that. Those are those are real categories. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, people have judgments about those categories a lot of them based on misogyny. <laughs> I mean, Definitely. to be really clear yeah, about it. Yeah, without a doubt. But I also think there's this part of me that wants to fight against that, that wants to say, like, I fucking love watching 10 Things I Hate About You. Mm-hmm. And that is a chick movie. Like, that's a quote-unquote chick flick. Right. But I still love it, and I think it's a great movie, and I think it's worthy of time and attention and criticism and all of those things. Um. So I read a lot of sci-fi yeah. <laughs> um, and I just finished the eighth book of The Expanse and the ninth book, the final book is coming out at the mm-hmm. end of this month. And I guess like the main character is a white dude, but um, you know, the most beloved character in my opinion is, is the black woman on it, you know? Mm-hmm. And you know, it's written by two men. They have a pseudonym, um, but it's written by two men and uh, it's called like the, 
Game of Thrones of sci-fi, sci-fi Game of Thrones or whatever. Okay. So they build this like really elaborate world. And like this is seen as like, you know, marquee sci-fi. Mm-hmm. But like I do think it would be looked down upon to have like um, Hunger Games, you know, mm-hmm. because it's like it is YA, which is looked down upon. But then also like it has a female protagonist mm. and then like a love story. But yeah. The Expanse has a love story, too. Sure. (laughs) So it's like such a weird telling. It's like, I don't know, even in in the genre of sci-fi within, you know, TV, like if you think of Firefly, the main character is a total asshole white dude and all Mm. the other characters are like the best ones, you know? Um, Like, I do. Including the black pilot, Mm. you know, female black pilot. Um, And it's Gina Gina Torres? Yeah. Oh God, I love her so much. Yeah. And she's like one of the best characters on the show. She's just a fucking... Um, So... It is like an interesting way to just like totally eliminate one kind of storytelling Mm. out of the gates. You know, it's like, oh, that's for chicks. (laughs) So it's bad. Like, and they don't even need to say it. It's like a, it's um, a stand in word, you know? Um, And that's totally disappointing because like, I like going to movies. I like being in a movie theater. I like getting a popcorn and a soda. And I like the experience of an audience viewing a film with you. And it was like a dark, dark movie period because of COVID. Mm. And I remember um, texting my friend that I go to movies with and being like, this is how dark it is. I want to see that like, I don't even know what it's called. The the Marvel movie that came out is like the Chinese one. Shang-Chi. Yeah. I was like. I don't like Marvel because I don't know canon and I, I get confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was There's like, so many fucking movies. Let's, I was like, this is how bad it is. I want to yeah. see it. And I'm like, it's fucking terrible. Like, I'm sorry. It is such a bad movie. Like, it's just because, like, it's hard to care about canon and to see, like, s- bad special effects. Right. Like, the first opening scene is, like, they're in um, a bus. We've all seen Speed. Yeah. Why is it a CG bus? <laughs> and they're in a chase scene in San Francisco. Uh-huh. We've all seen The Rock. Yeah. Why is it CG? Is San Francisco itself a CG? The whole, I don't know what I was looking at, but it was like a com- fucking computer game. And I'm okay. like, so you're telling me you spent hundreds of millions of dollars. and Instead I've, of flying people to San Francisco. And I've seen better scenes in the 90s. Yeah. But somehow I'm supposed to think this is a good movie because right. it's for men. Well, and I think that's the thing, right? Is that it's like, though, I think so much about these like extremely masculine movies. Mm-hmm. Like the other day I was, I was on Twitter and someone was like, had all the Martin Scorsese movies and then was like, you know, you can only pick three. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, I don't even know if I can pick three. Like, I don't even <laughs> want to watch any of these. And I've right. seen almost all of them, but like. What ugh. about the recently announced Jerry Garcia bar- biopic starring Jonah Hill? No. That he's going to direct. Mom, please don't call me about this. <laughs> I didn't pick any of it. <sighs> but, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't. Oh, my God. Jonah Hill is Jerry Garcia. <laughs> Ooh, that's a lot. That's a lot for me to take in. Okay. Um, I'm going to regroup. 
So, but like, I think that like, there's this part of me that watches or that sees like these hyper-masculine movies and it's like, yeah, some of them are great. Totally. Some of them are great. Absolutely. And some of them aren't. Mm -hmm. And like, that's okay. And, or some of them are just like things that I don't want to watch. Like I've seen Taxi Driver. I, it's not that I think it's a bad movie. I don't, I think it's a fucking great movie. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to watch it again. Yeah. I mean, personally, from my lived experience it's hard to be impressed by violence and to want to watch it you know it's just like one of those things where like if it's a hyper violent movie i'm just like totally totally i can't with that and it's like raging bolt nobody's arguing that raging bull is a bad movie just to like pick on martin scorsese Mm -hmm. we'll just do it nobody's arguing that it's a bad movie but what movie do i want to watch over and over again bring it on or raging bull mm-hmm. i mean there is a clear answer for me i mean i watched um she's all that the other night and i was Oof. like still delivers <laughs> it like didn't age well but also it's great yeah <laughs> no i'm like, with you so funny i'm with you i'm with you and i and i feel similarly and i feel similarly about a lot of movies mm-hmm. and my thing is like I mean, kind of back to like in this episode where, you know, that where Meredith Salinger's character is like, you know, what movie did you just love? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, sometimes you do just love Roadhouse, which is like a terrible movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's great, but it's terrible or point break, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, great, but terrible. Also, like directed by Catherine Bigelow. Yeah. Directed by an Academy Award winner. Academy Award winner. Laurie Petty's in it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and yet it's like, yeah, sure. Like you can see how it's cheesy when you're watching it. Right. I mean, like literally it's about bank robbing surfers that wear presidential masks while they're robbing banks. But like, I, I just think that's the point of it. A hundred percent. And what a great love story between Kurt Russell and Keanu Reeves, which is really the love story of that movie. Yeah. That's what I always feel is just like, people are missing the point. And then you're like, well, that's on you and that's the thing (laughs) and that's the thing is like enjoy what you enjoy Mm -hmm. and so if you if someone labels it chiclet like let me tell you like i said earlier as someone who whose actual job it was to put those labels on to books let me just tell you that's all a marketing ploy all it is is someone in marketing being like if you liked Mm-hmm. this book that sold 900,000 copies, please buy this book mm-hmm. because we would like to sell, I don't know, a hundred thousand copies. Of it. Like, right. You know, that's all it is. It's literally a marketing sure. ploy. I mean, it's like kind of like the algorithm before we knew what the algorithm was. Absolutely. You know? Um, so. Absolutely. And like, and I think if you're a dude and you like quote unquote chiclet, like fucking own it, it's great. <laughs> right or chick flicks like they're great those are great movies those are great books like there's no reason to shy away from it it doesn't matter what it's or called. you should just know that that's a marketing ploy yeah. that's like the equivalent of you know buy this now you know advertising yeah it's like, like we've it, got it, names for all this shit. it's just yeah. kind of like those are like now that we know like we're all just we live in a consumerism culture where you're just constantly being sold to you know infinite growth is the goal of our society like then i hope we can step back and dismantle these like you know 
ideas of what is being sold to you, you know, and why. And it's like, well, if something is written by a woman, does that make it chiclet, you Mm. know? And like, and then like, if women consume it, then why are you moralizing it? To call something bad is a moralization. Totally. You know, so to moralize the pleasure of women is what you are saying in this moment. 100%. Um, You're saying that what women like in this marketing strategy mm-hmm. we don't even know if that's what women like but this chiclet is something you've deduced that that's what women that like some women like this enough women that you can yeah put and it then in this now category. you're moralizing it and saying that pleasure is bad like you know that kind of says more about you and what you think about female pleasure mm. or your perception of female pleasure mm-hmm. um and like that's something you need to reimagine um yeah. in my opinion yep because <laughs> it's all opinions here right <laughs> i mean obviously we're right and everyone else <laughs> cool well thank you everyone for being here yeah, making thanks, space with us mm-hmm. yeah thank you rachel thank you Tamara. yeah thanks rachel. um yeah thank you for being here we hope you had a happy holiday or thanksgiving if you celebrate mm-hmm. if you're american if you don't uh we wish you a good um thursday yeah. <laughs> we hope you had a nice Thursday. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> not American. Welcome to capitalism season where we're trying to turn all those businesses into the black. <laughs> it's so weird. In Mexico they have they have Black Friday, but it's called um Buen Fin. Good weekend. <laughs> oh, that's nicer. I guess. It's still like a weird thing Euphemism. to like have a season for capitalism I agree that ends with Christmas <laughs> I mean I'm with you girl I'm yeah. with you that's fucking wild at least in Latin America they extend it to epiphany god bless them mm. but um that might be tainted for us now because epiphany's January 6th Oof. <laughs> that was an epiphany of uh, a certain kind for some people <laughs> We all knew that was coming. I'm laughing so I don't cry. Yeah, okay. for reals. Um, but yeah, we hope y'all are staying safe. Mm. You know, winter is here. So I don't know. We might have like a resurgence of COVID. Get your flu shot too, I guess. Yeah, get your booster. They're worried about, since no one got the flu shot last year, this year is going to be like particularly bad. I already got my flu shot. I don't know. Yeah, get your booster. Yeah. I got my booster today. I got Feel mine. fine. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of wild that like I got my third shot when there are people without any. So like, let's try to end that if we can. I will say the Biden administration has um, earmarked a good amount of money to develop that for other nations. Mm-hmm. So good. on Like they get a little snap, a little kudo for okay. that. Not a ton, but a little bit. Great. Um, cool. So I read that today. Great. Yeah um yeah so get your boosters i don't know it's wild kids are eligible now like it's scary if you have like a five-year-old i totally get it but like i don't know isn't covid scary too it's a it's wild i don't know um so stay safe out there stay safe manage your mental health you know you got to protect yourself Mm. and we're entering in the period of family which can be triggering for Mm. some people so like just protect yourself. If we learned anything during the pandemic, it's yeah. the ability to say, I don't feel safe doing that. Yeah. And so just hold on to that. Harness that. Yeah. Don't let that go. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> you know, so wild. Yeah. But yeah, 
we're here making space. Yep. Season five. It's about to get real dark. <laughs> yes. It's not going well. It's not going to go well. But at least it, the good joy lasts longer this time longer. than season four. Yeah. So like, you know, I'm just relishing it. I, same. Same girl. Same. <laughs> so yeah. Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Defund the police. Yep. Stop Asian hate. Mm-hmm. I read some dark shit about this woman in China who accused a big like party member of sexually assaulting her and she disappeared she's like um an athlete like a a known athlete wow she disappeared yeah that's fucking terrifying i don't it's yeah anyways um it's wild uh honor our treaties Mm. water is life Mm -hmm. what are we gonna do without water people (laughs) like we need to protect that like can we wean ourselves off of oil like it is possible like it is totally possible absolutely um we stand with all labor movements Mm -hmm. unions alliances everyone that is hiding for the plight of the working class yep I see so many cool things like walkouts that aren't even unions that are like fighting to make the world a better place. So we stand with them. We just want to remind you, police unions are not true unions. They do not fight for the working class. They work against them. So they Mm. are not unions. Do not stand with them. Um, You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique. You can email us DawsonsCritique at gmail.com. Uh, we want to shout our boy Kilia for making our theme song. You can find him on Instagram at go freaking crazy. Uh, you can follow my Finsta at Aaron.hensley. Capitalism Corner. We have merch. Bit.ly slash Dawson's Critique. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Dawson's Critique. Um, and as always, you can order our book, I Remember Everything, Life Lessons from Dawson's Creek, available wherever you get your books. Um, today we'll shout out Beach Books in Oregon on the Oregon coast seaside Oregon I believe cool um I had a conversation with them today so we'll shout them out yeah the thrifting is so good on the Oregon coast oh yeah sales tax free oh (laughs) that's true um so anyway you can order our book from them if you want or just go check them out if you're in the Oregon coastal area um my favorite part of that is that they're cold weather beaches which is my so pretty that's my jam yeah i like a cold weather beach i don't go to the beach when it's hot because you know what i'm not a tourist um <laughs> aaron i just made aaron make a face hawaii. <laughs> hawaii yeah i'll go to the hawaiian beach when it's hot Yucatan. someone fly me to hawaii yucatan yeah okay um anyway uh you can find me on instagram and twitter at pesty 1079 we'd like to thank you all who have written a review liked us subscribed um if you haven't done that yet please do uh it helps us immensely when you do that uh we really appreciate you guys um who have done it and uh that's all we got for today let's uh, you guys have a good week thank you so much for being here and we'll see you next time i don't want to wait for our lives to be over i want to